Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday, unless you're listening to this in the future, which is the far more likely scenario. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Gene and I are excited to let you guys know that we are going to be recording two episodes this weekend. We're going to be recording uh, The Dark World and then Ragnarok, and we're just going to finish out the Thor trilogy. We haven't been able to record in a couple of weeks because Gene hurt his back, but he's having his mom drive him up so we can do these episodes for all y'all. And also because, you know, we, we like we like doing them. We like our little our little fireside chats. Yes, we do. Uh, so we're, we're excited to get the podcast back on track. It's been a miserable two weeks, even though uh, largely for all of you, there's been no gap in the proceedings. I want to thank all of our patrons for uh, subscribing. There's like 110 of you now or something or, or some such, which is, which is awesome. Thank you so much for subscribing. And uh, we hope to be getting more uh, content out to you guys soon. Uh, anyway, not a lot of upkeep notes. Uh, look, I hope you guys enjoy it. I think this is the best episode we've ever put together. Me and Gene are really proud of it. And I'm hoping that the next two Thor movies are equally good. Uh, if you haven't seen them, uh, first of all, they're like 15 years old. Get on it. Uh, and <clears throat> they're not that old. How old are they? Like, like eight years old, something like that. Anyway, um, you should—you'll you, still get some out of the episode, we think. So, so give it a listen and uh, and let us know what you think on the pa- the Patreon or the Twitter or the Instagram. We're all those places. Loki says hi. She's scratching her head very loudly. Oh, big yawn. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, see see you all soon. Okay, bye. Do 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 do. This is the theme song. War porn. War porn song. It's podcast time, baby. Yay! Yeah, we did it. Why are you clapping? We did it. So are you gonna sit? No, I'm gonna sit here. Usually, but it's good. It's good because the mic is closer to me, and you always give me a hard time. I guess I'll move the mic closer to me. Sorry, Zach. Oh. Zach Aries, everybody. Yay, Zach Aries. Kevin Zach Aries. <laughs> Did you see his Twitter bio? He says, sometimes I get called Kevin. Yeah. I'm going laugh a lot. And that's by you, right? It is. It's because of my incompetence. It's a joke about what an idiot I am. Oh, that was, that was yeah, gross. Sorry. sorry. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Gene. Hey, what? everyone. Welcome, welcome to our newest episode of 2020. Although it'll probably not be the nope. first episode we post in 2020. Because uh, that's impossible. Because the year is now 2021. Oh, no. <laughs> As I'm of an yesterday. Idiot. I'm an idiot. Mr. Time Dysphoria. Uh, over I don't here. know where I live. Oh, is it 2008? <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. That was that was really harsh. You should feel bad. Yeah. You're insulting my disability. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This I'm is awesome. Gene, everyone, clinical therapist and a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Pat, everyone, disabled veteran. All right, lean back when you're okay. gonna yell. All right, guys, I've got I've got Zelda Breath of the Wild on in the background. This is a beautiful looking game, isn't it? This is this is my favorite game. Is this cell shaded? It's kinda. I think it's got another name. It might just be cell shaded. This is my favorite game ever. Yes. Really. Yes. It came out in 2017, and it gives me all the joy. Wow. I love Zelda games to begin with, but this one is like a completely open world where you can like climb on and do anything, and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's real good. And yeah. it made me feel like a child again. And I was like, oh yeah, this is why I like video games. Yeah, and the beauty is, I, I think, and we talked about this before the podcast is. 
you're going to play this while I'm talking so you don't have to listen to me. Yeah, because I have severe ADHD. And if my hands aren't busy and I'm not doing a thing, I'm not listening. Yeah. Or I just don't want to hear Gene talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm Gene. I was, I'm therapy. Or whatever. (laughs) That is a great impression. We get it. That is, that is a great. Yeah, we get it. You you yeah. you've you've been to war. Yeah, yeah. You want to tell them what? Uh, so yeah. So this week, folks. This week we thought uh, we would do something timely and review a movie from 2011. We don't review <laughs> movies, Gene. Oh. Our podcast is is more than a review show. It's more than a review. We, we have... don't even give our thoughts. You know what? From now on, we have to give an unnecessary. <laughs> we have to give a rating. We have at to the give end? like an unnecessary. Ooh, a moose. I give it five... I uh, see you, moose. Five marvels out of seven. I give it five <laughs> mooses out of... Is it moose? Moose. Are you really going to play this game while we try to do this? Cause is I, this distracting for you? It, I think it's distracting for both of us. I've been making really great jokes this whole time. I was just uh, going to wow, run around that's, aimlessly. That's your, your standard for a really great joke? Literally, please. we just made a TikTok... <laughs> Where it's bad. Yeah. Our podcast is bad. Yeah. Our podcast is charmingly bad. It, it is. <laughs> All right. So this week we decided to... Oh, look, horses. To, <laughs> to analyze uh, Thor. We did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we covered Thor this week. Uh, from two, Is it from 2011? It is. I looked it up. Yes, it's from 2011. Which is a decade away. Yeah, now that it just turned 2021 20, last night. It did. It is now 2020. All right, I'm sorry. You have to pause the game. This is too much. <laughs> I can't handle this. I can't. I can't sit here and and, and back anchor this ship myself for the next four hours while you go and... Hunt for wild boar, whatever the fuck it is you do in this game. But I wanna be distracted. Uh, I'm gonna be so bored when you're talking. It's gonna be all like, ooh, I have opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I have, I, like, that lis- I have to actively listen. Yeah. Ugh, that sounds awful. So, what did you think of Thor? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be pissy now. I liked it. I love this movie. I like all the Marvel movies. Marvel movies are for me are like pizza. Like, I don't know if I've ever had a piece of pizza where I'm like, no, that's not true. I've gotten food poisoning from pizza. But other than that time, it was... Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, yeah. I was I was 28. I was in the ball pit and they were like, sir? <laughs> and I was just, uh, I was like, I like whales! And they were like, that's, okay. And they gave you... They gave me moldy old pizza. Oh. This broadcast, broadcast, <laughs> broadcast. This broadcast is brought to you. Broadcast. That sounds. That's out. Yeah. That come sounds on. white supremacisty. This proud boy, proud podcast. Proud, proud boys. Uh, Kevin Zach, you're gonna want to cut out the last thirty seconds. No, <laughs> that, that was comedy gold. Okay. So uh, here's my experience: was growing up on the streets of Philadelphia. On the streets of Philadelphia, like that Bruce Springsteen song. Wait, are you from Philly? I was born in New York. Oh, yeah. Where? In Manhattan. I don't know the name of the hospital. So you, 
I'm you're, a New Yorker. You're like a straight up New Yorker. Yeah. Why do you think I'm a Jets fan? Oh, that's fair. I think I count now. I know that there. I know that there are odd um, people like you gotta be here ten years or whatever. You know what? I Fuck survived COVID here. Yeah. And I was in a, a room that was eight feet by eight feet. Yeah. And so, uh, no, I count now. Yeah. Also, I like to point out that I fought in the unnecessary war. Yes. That 9/11 started. Yes. So like a lot of these anyone who's like. I'm a real New Yorker because I saw 9-11. And I'm like, yeah, Shut that's cool, man. I went to the war that caused. Yeah. I don't know. Anyone I'll who, call myself whatever I want. Anyone who tries to pull that shit is just like... Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> I, uh, is, it, is it too late to quit? <laughs> Do you want to... Um, do you want to transition from being a podcast where we critically analyze movies to one where we unbox Power Rangers toys? No. <laughs> and we could we could talk about the me- the mechanical articulation of the Power Rangers that toys. That actually sounds amazing. How have you ever sat down and just like watched someone just really go ham on like this is the 1956 no. toy and they like sit on no, YouTube in like a very sterile environment no i um my mom was putting together a christmas village this year and so we youtube like different christmas trains and it would be like hi i'm a 58 year old retired auto mechanic and i went to walmart today and i bought the 1998 christmas train from Hess Truck Toys, and this is my review of it. <laughs> I love train people. Oh, like yeah. they're your people. They're my people. <laughs> I mean, like, wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. I wait, mean, wait. I'm not diagnosed, but I think anyone who meets me knows that I'm on the spectrum. And <laughs> I, I always those are. I love, I love, I love uh, autistic train. Yeah, t- TikTok is like. <laughs> mm. I had this question pop up in my mind a couple of years ago, right? And you're the perfect person. <laughs> To answer this. Right? <laughs> so, we have an army for the land. Mm-hmm. And a navy for the sea. Sure. And an air force for the sky. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to ask, why don't we have a train force? Exactly! What do we have for trains? The army. Are there military trains? We transport a lot of military goods on trains, like tanks and stuff. Did you build trains in Afghanistan? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are, like, engine army engine, like a corps of army engineers. You know the army corps of engineers? They built, like, Washington and, and helped... Well... Which I mean, they didn't build the trains. We did that with the uh, Chinese immigrants. Yeah. It's like a very sad wow. piece of American history. Yeah, way to bring that up. Kill the mood. And probably also slaves. Did we use slaves? I'm, I'm just going to wow, assume. Wow, you're just going to. Okay. You're going to literally derail did, this conversation. <laughs> whatever we did, I'm going to assume it was the worst possible mm-hmm. version of whatever we could do. Yeah. Fair. Because that's that's America, baby. Fair. If we're gonna think that if you could say anything about America, it's that we fail. Have never done anything wrong. Ever. <laughs> never once. So the answer is yes, you guys do have military trains. I don't know if the military specifically owns trains, but we definitely transport goods on trains and there are train tracks running through like every military base. I actually look it, at it's hard. It's like takes a while. I mean like you know about Hitler's trains and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he built this artillery battery 
that was like on a train track. Yeah, the railway gun. Yeah. I don't know if they ever like used it much. Dude, that'd be so sick. Okay, so we are really derailing this <laughs> yeah. right out the gate. Get it? Uh, yeah, I just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've lost my entire train of thought. See if oh, I had Zelda on. Your what of thought? Oh, ah, I got you. I got you. Because trains is a good one. Yeah. I all right. I, no, no. I had a thought. Basic army trains, <laughs> train army rails. Building rails is hard. Hitler <laughs> <laughs> railway gun. Artillery is very loud. We got back. Um, when I was overseas, our second base that we lived on had two 155 batteries, which is like the largest army artillery piece. And it's like 16 or 20 feet long, and the rounds are like half a foot wide or something. Or there are 155, I assume 1555 means 155 millimeters or something. Does that seem big enough? I Gosh, you'd think... Man, my stolen valor is, is is really ringing true today. I so the number because I know like they'll call like a handgun a nine millimeter. Well, okay, so mortars it's a hundred it's eighty millimeters, sixty millimeters. Is there an eighty millimeter? I know there's a one twenty millimeter mortar. I don't know if one five five batteries are. I don't know what they're measured in, but either way, they're really fucking loud. Mm-hmm. They're so so loud. Like I can't express to you how much I hate them. And both both love and hate them, because when they would fire off, it was like, yay, support. But also, it's like bone-curdlingly loud. Yeah. And you never know when it's going to go off. Oh. They don't like tell you, like, we're going to fire! That you just are sitting in your bed, and then all of a sudden, it's like, woof! And like your heart skips a beat, because the pressure wave hits you. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I lived about 100 feet away. Like, my bedroom mm-hmm. was 100 feet away from the battery. And they're surrounded by, like, sandbags and shit, but it's not enough. And they have um, entrances to their little sandbag fort. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, their berms are six foot. We, Kesco barriers, I think. It's like a, a metal grate with a mesh bag that you fill with dirt. And it's like six feet high. And it's really good at stopping explosions because it's just dirt. And there'd be like entrances in and out where there wouldn't be a Hesco barrier. And I was walking by one day and they fired off the cannon and it like knocked me on my ass. Really? Yeah, it's so, it's, it's like a huge shockwave. Cause it's like, wow. it's this, like these things go for miles. These are like the kind of shit that you'd be like shelling the, you know, whatever. I always meant to ask, like, so the one time I shot a pistol, I told down the last episode, I totally wimped out because it was so it was so loud. Oh, you think a pistol is loud? Oh my god! So, what's it like just having these like massive guns go off? Like, do you have earplugs? We were given earplugs that like nobody would wear. Really? Yeah, because it's like you really need to be able to like hear one another. You just kind of go deaf. Yeah. Everybody in the army just goes a little deaf. And like, I mean, some are, people wore are the you. Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of frequencies I can't hear. Wow. I, I have tinnitus, too. I always have a ringing in my ears. That's I, why I need the noise machines. I'll sometimes see ads, like when I watch the Military History Channel, and it'll be like, are you a veteran who suffered hearing loss? You're entitled <laughs> yes. to a class action suit. I mean, dude, I had a 50 caliber machine gun mounted on the top of my truck, and I don't I don't recall putting in... And, like, it's also like we would get shelled in the middle of the night, yeah. and you'd wake up, and you'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm in combat! Mm-hmm. Which is... I cannot express to you how unpleasant it is to go from dead war sleep type. Because you, like, when I would sleep, it was like no dreams. 
dead tired, out. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it'd be like, whoomph! You know what? I cannot remember the way the sirens sounded. Ever, like other people oh, are like... sirens? Oh yeah, you have like a combat siren. Oh wow. It was the worst thing in the world. Because, oh. okay, so here's the other thing. We were on a base with two 155 batteries and they would fire off sometimes. A 155 battery going off doesn't sound much different from a mortar landing very close to you. Uh. Because it's explosions sound like explosions. You can kind of tell because I would get used to the way the round sounded ripping through the air. So if it is coming in, it has a slightly distinct sound than if mm-hmm. it's going away. Because we had to get good at it. But you'd like you'd wake up to a massive explosion. You'd be like, is it, where's the alarm? Is it... Are we... Are we under... And then you you whisper to your bunkmates. You'd be like, "Outgoing or incoming? Do you think you think it's outgoing or, or incoming?" And then you'd be like, "Wow, fuck!" Uh, and then you jump out of bed and and you're like getting your boots on, you're getting your guns and your armor, and it's like at any second it could land here. Mm-hmm. I gotta get to my truck. And like we had these massive M wraps, which is mine resistant, ambush protected. I get the acronym wrong all the time. Armored personnel, whatever. They were called M wraps. And they had like four to six inch armor on them. So like you'd want to get into it oh. if you're being shelled. Oh, okay, because it's safe. Or get, like, because everyone else went to bunkers. Like if you're getting shelled, you go to the bunkers. But we would get into our trucks and then we would fight back. And mine had a 50 caliber machine gun on the top. And once that thing starts talking, it's yeah. like, whew, yeah. it's so loud. It, those bullets are like as big as a... Uh, um, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. The thumb. A medium-sized penis. <laughs> Not a medium size. Oh. They're like six or seven inches round, long rounds, and they're that, like an inch thick. That's medium, right? Seven inches? I don't know. Is that a, a medium? Oh. What's the... I think the average is I think it's six, six to eight. Is average? No. I think I think like 90% of penises fall within like the six to eight. You range. are making a lot of... Well, for none of our listeners yeah. are all middle-aged yeah. women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're going to make our two the men. I don't know. That's just what I heard. I think it's five. Really? Like the national five average. Or maybe of... the worldwide average. Well, let's just keep it national. Let's keep it simple. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> let's not Let's not make this an international affair. I wonder if the chat knows. Yeah. Oh, they're laughing. That's way above average. Yeah, they're like, you're wrong. Oh. Have, have I secretly had a... Wow! Look at that! Look at that! So we can start measuring by ammo size. Yeah. Yeah. I have a nine. Go ahead and go. Oh God, that'd be so. Go ahead and start measuring penises by ammo size, just to make it. I bet some dudes in the NRA. Okay, first of all, there there would be nothing more American. Yes. Yeah, I'm packing a fifty caliber penis. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I got me a five five six penis. That's what NATO considers a defensive round. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, what was I going on about? Something about war. Um, yeah, the real, sound. The sound. The sound. Is so, they're so fucking loud. So I have to wonder how loud that rail gun was. Like that, oh god. that railway gun. Because that thing could shoot like a hundred miles or something. Well, wasn't it designed to shoot across the English Channel? Yeah. And that has got to be so goddamn loud. And do you think guns back in the 40s were louder than no. they are now? The 50 caliber machine gun has largely not changed since World War II. Oh, the really? biggest change to it happened while I was in. They like changed a part of the firing mechanism or the bolt carrier or something. It's just a it's a metal machine that contains an explosion and pushes a, a hot shard of metal out of tube. There's only so much you can refine that before it just 
is overly complicated. Like mm-hmm. the like the problem with the like the AK forty seven has been around for like 50. since nineteen forty seven. Yeah, and it you could bury that thing and run a tank over it and take it out and and f- they literally stick those things in barrels of oil. And you pull them out and it's just ready to go. Really? Because it's got so few components. Yeah. And the M4 is much more complicated uh, mechanically. And it fucking jams all the time. Yeah. Because you got to remember, every one of those explosions, little, little every bullet is gunpowder going off. It's and a little all explosion. that carbon gets everywhere. And it fills all those little... And all these little pieces are moving together. So you'd have to get in there and just clean. They made us clean our weapons so much. Because they jam so often. Did you... Well, well you never fired mine. I never fired mine. So I didn't clean mine that much either. You didn't have to worry about jamming. <laughs> it didn't. I didn't even have my... You have to zero your sight to you. Like, those iron sights on a weapon don't just, like, work. It's... You have to do it to your specific You have to do vision. it to... Like, because it's how... Where you hold the rifle and where you put your head and... If you move your head one way or the other, it's going to change the sight picture. And I never zeroed mine after we got in country. Because I was like, I'm never going to. Why? Well, who cares? Dude, I also had your a, life could have been on the line. I, Dude, if somebody was coming near me, everything has gone disastrously wrong. Yeah, but that could happen. Yeah, but I have a pistol. You don't change the pistol. Yeah, sight. but the pistol doesn't have the range of the rifle. I'm never going to fight someone at range as a medic. What if someone from range starts sniping at you? You're just going to be like, ah, oh, I don't what fight if? back unless they're trying what to if, What if you're... I would run or hide. But what if you're like... If I'm the only one left, you mean? Yeah. In that situation, I call uh, someone else and I ask them very politely to drop a whole lot of munitions around my position. Because I'm going to die. Munition, <laughs> munitions like... As in mortars and oh, artillery. Okay. That's happened. Like It's called broken arrow. And you, it means like, hey, I'm being overrun. Drop everything on me. Wow. There's actually some... Some people think broken arrow means nuclear strike, and some people think broken arrow means you're being overrun. And it's confusing, and I never got a clear answer. And you'd think you'd really want to have a clear answer. You'd think you would want to know that. That happened to the base that was north of me, Restrepo. My unit filled in after Restrepo got overrun. We were the (coughs) northernmost base. It was overrun? Yes. They made a Netflix documentary about it. Like... My base ended up being... The Taliban just overran it? Yeah. They came in and they killed everybody. All the U.S. soldiers? A lot of them, yeah. How many? How many soldiers is that? I don't. I don't know the exact numbers, but we got told about it while we were in training. Like people don't seem to realize it's like a war, and sometimes we like lose ground and like a lot of people die. But you would. But like, if I, I feel like we had, there was a night where my so my base had like a hundred and twenty-ish people, maybe maybe two hundred. My unit was a smaller unit. I've talked about this before. We were a heavy weapons company, so there was only like 90 of us between four platoons. So the platoons, normally a platoon's like 40, 50 strong. We were like, uh, at one point we got down to like 17 or something. Wow. Because of casualties. Maybe even 12. And we were like these tiny little, we were very mobile because we've got our trucks and stuff. But we just have bigger guns. Like a normal infantry has M4s, maybe some M14s, and like a saw, which is like a squad op, the squad yeah, operator weapon. Yeah, yeah. We had nothing smaller than a two forty Bravo. Like we all carried individual M fours, but then we had like two forty gunners, and all of our trucks had Mark nineteens and fifty cal's. Now that's basically everyone in Afghanistan. But like if we were broken down in a World War Two style army, we would come out and set up fifty cal's and Mark nineteen grenade launchers and tow missiles, and we're. Not as like take the point as we are like get up on that hill and cover and provide cover and provide, provide cover. support. But since Afghanistan's a non-traditional war, we just 
did the job of a regular infantry company with far less manpower, which was fun. Anyway, what was I going on about? Um, well, so, so, so you said Ostrepo was overrun. What year was that? Uh, 2009, I think. Oh, so to, to make my point. So there was like 90 of us, and then we had a another unit on our little base with us of like... They were a PRT unit, meaning Provincial Reconstruction Team. It's like some of the Air Force and some of the uh, Marines and some Navy, and they all come together to try to help build up the province to like help the Afghans self-govern, I guess, or something to that extent. And then one night we got overrun, and we were not overrun, we almost got overrun because... Apparently, 400 people had mobilized against us. 400 Taliban 400 fighters. Taliban and Al-Qaeda. When I was there in 2010, it was like a mixture of different terrorist organizations. But they brought in a bomber, and they dropped 2,000-pound bombs in a ring around our position. Like, four of them. When you say bomber... Like a B-12. They like had a, a plane? No, we did. Oh, oh, oh like okay. We called in... We were about to be overrun, and they brought in, like, a bomber, and they carpet-bombed the mountains around us where they were hiding. And it was, like, the biggest explosion I've ever seen. It was, like, a, it was a J-dam, like a 2,000-pounder. Oh, wow. And it lit up, like, the whole mountain, because, like, they were coming for us. And did, I mean, did it... We didn't get overrun. So it... it... I, we, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, we have no idea who, how many of them got, were in the blast, but they saw what we did. They saw, oh, okay, don't... The fireworks went off and they left. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. That's fucking... That's nuts. Yeah, war, man. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that was... Um, It was so such a big explosion. I was in the front seat of my truck um, and I had my night vision on. And it was such a big explosion that I thought the truck had been directly hit by an RPG. Really? Because we all got like rocked back in our seats. Mm-hmm. And then we were all like shell-shocked a little. And then I was like, we're hit, fuck! And we're all like checking each other. And then suddenly like... The light on our night vision cleared, and we're like the whole mountain is just like uh. Christmas, and we're like, oh, fuck! And then um, the bomber dropped one of the rounds a little too close to our position, Oof. and it like blasted all the glass out in the base. And then he got on the radio and was like, uh, short, short drop. <laughs> And we're like, oh my god, we almost all died. Oh man, that's crazy. But hey, we didn't. So. Damn. It broke all the glass, like, the windows and All the windows and, and stuff, yeah. Wow. Not the bulletproof ones, but all the, like, regular glass just turned to dust. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We were the northernmost base for a while. I think it, I don't think it, it got overrun at some point. Or it got abandoned. Damn. Because that was a decade ago. Yeah. There was a part of my brain that was like, oh, man, I, I wonder, I wonder if I'll get in, I, I shouldn't talk about troop movements, but then I'm like, oh, right, this is history now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just historic like Well, do you think I mean is your old base still there? Or? Uh well, I mean remnants of it, but no Americans are there. We lost that base. Like we lost it to the Taliban. Really? That's or, so weird. Well, we abandoned it to them. It is Afghanistan like cuz they talk about it being such a hard country to occupy cuz it it's is. so mountainous and it is it like and and you talk about asymmetrical warfare, but because it's so hard to occupy, do you think like certain elements of traditional warfare sort of came back? Like the fact that you guys don't have this base anymore? I mean, sort of, but it's it's really just, there aren't like front lines because they can just walk around the base. Mm-hmm. But largely our base was a blocking position for the base south of us because it kept them fighting us and not that other base. So that base, the base south of us could build up more. 
without being constantly attacked because we were being constantly attacked. Uh, which was a fun thing to be told. Yes. Because, like, literally, we were, like, just in combat, like, every night. There was, like, a two- or three-week period where every single, like, eight or nine hours they would mortar or shell us. And we were just fucking angry. And a master sergeant or sergeant uh sergeant major was like yeah you're in a blocking position and we were like yeah we fucking know but like don't talk about us like that you jackass like damn anyway thor thor yeah i was waiting i was like i was like is this episode just gonna be afghanistan or are we gonna talk about thor well we're talking about thor and how he's a warrior yeah all right so thor is a movie Yes. <laughs> and we watched it. It start. Let's just get into it. It starts with, um, like, the modern day, and, and he comes in on a magical... Like, yeah, and he gets hit, by, the hit by a car. Yeah. And then we go right into Asgard. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins is, like, He's telling great. us the story. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they fought the ice giants. A long time ago. He's, not he, he was uh, Hannibal Lecter, right? Yeah. And, like, also a million other... He's a wonderfully gifted actor. What other movies was You've there? never seen Sir Anthony Hopkins in any Name other movie. One other movie he was in. Well, he was in Westworld. Okay, that, is that a movie? No, but it was an HBO okay. original. Oh, well, I didn't know HBO originals counted as movies. Oh, I didn't know that the home box office. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, God. what were you saying? I was opening the seltzer while proving you wrong. What? One note character actor Anthony Hopkins, a.k.a. Hannibal Lecter, is giving this voiceover. It's kind of goofy. A long time ago. Yeah. Talks about, like, there's a Norse Norse village. So, Asgard, which is the realm of the gods. More like Asgard. Oh, boy. (laughs) Is at war with Jotunheim, Mm -hmm. which is the realm of the Frost Giants. Yes. And Odin secures a peace. Yes. And has two young sons. One of them is Thor and one of them is Loki. They're like, they're the boys. And then we cut to Thor's inaugurate, nope, um, coronation day. Yeah, I didn't pick up, I I guess he was supposed to become king. He's the prince of Asgard, so he was being coronated king. But Mm -hmm. then, frost giants attack. Yeah, It's, it's all deeply goofy stuff. I mean, I like it, but it's a bunch of people in ridiculous-looking robes and costumes. Just the shiniest, like, space armor. And they're speaking in these, like, quasi-Shakespearean accents. Oh, father. Oh, father. Yeah. Doth thou. Yeah. It's very goofy, but I I think that's just inherent to the character, so you can't really... It's like, all right, whatever, you gotta get it out of the way, so... He he is immediately characterized the way Thor often is in like Norse mythology as like just a douche. Yeah, he's brash. He he's just comes in. He's like, "Oh, it's me, baby." Mm-hmm. He's like waking at his mom. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the king." Yeah, there's kind of some weird sexual tension between him and his mother. Right? I just I I hate that you always <laughs> bring. You, it's just you like what would add. Freud say? He winks at his mom. Thank you for leaning forward to yell that. <laughs> you did, would you wink at your mother on the day of your coronation? Yeah, maybe. 
I why do you I do you know that nobody I, respects Freud, right? I like he's a debunked. I, uh, um I only wink at people when I'm trying to fuck them. I <laughs> never wink sexually. You've never winked? No. Sexually? Never. That's I have only done it ironically. What? You've never been like, "Hey baby." No, because it looks so Let's, stupid. Hey, what what Because I you think here? it's the dumbest thing. Hey, if you know what I mean. Eh, is right? very bad at We're winking. Oh God, you're I you're a you're a bad therapist. Do you have you game? Do you have game? You've have you ever read that book? What's that book called? The Game or whatever. <laughs> I hope you don't use Freud on your patients. I don't. I don't. Okay. I use the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thor doesn't want to fuck his mom. Okay. There. You happy? I am a little more happy. Um, I wrote that there was a lot of religious allegory. The Norse religion? Yeah, but like, <laughs> I guess like there no were... No shit there was religious. That's about Norse Jesus. Yeah, but I was saying there are a lot of allegories you can make to Christianity. Like Thor and Loki are like Cain and Abel. And... Oh, that's because Christianity stole everything from the pagans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People get so fucking mad at me when I say that. Yeah. They're like, that's that's a reduct. That's not true. I'm like, okay. Christianity just stole a lot from, like, the Greco religions. And Egyptian. And the, like, Egyptian, the, whole, yeah. the whole Jesus resurrection plot is, yeah. like, an Egyptian. It's been done. It's very... It's, it's trite. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I wrote sibling rivalry, which is something I want to get into a little bit later. I wrote already so many Dutch angles. What Gene, is it? Can you explain what a Dutch Gene angle is? Gene doesn't seem to understand what a Dutch angle is. Most of Thor, the movie, is it, like the camera is turned 45 degrees or 35 degrees. And everything is slanted. And everything is moving. And it's it's just like there's never just a shot where the, the horizon matches the frame. Where it's like literally... It's just turned on a 35 degree angle. So everything is just... A little I, off. I really didn't notice that. I, it made me straight up nauseous. Do you think it's because you're a veteran? What? <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's a 35-minute story about Afghanistan yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. answer that question. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, I wrote, The Warriors 3 are so forgettable that one of the actors changed, nobody noticed. Really? And then they all got murdered casually in the third movie. Oh, oh, I didn't... Not the fat one and not the Asian one, but the white guy, He his actor changes in the second movie and is <laughs> barely noticeable. So, just to catch you up on the plot, so during Thor's coronation, um, Anthony Hopkins is like, yeah, you're going to be the new... Oh, wait, hold on a minute. Oh, my spidey sense is tingling. And he's like, there's ice giants. And he goes down and he kills the ice giants. And then... No, the destroyer kills him. Oh, yeah. You got to stop drinking seltzers on the podcast. Seltzers? Because you burp the whole time. Okay, well, maybe I'll continue to drink seltzer. Oh, my God. Maybe just like... (laughs) Seltzers. It's just... You're so unprofessional. You know what? I just want to say all this. At one point, there's a hilarious scene where Thor angrily throws a table with food on it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm angry! (gasps) It's so funny. He's mad, and he's a warrior, and all he wants to do is murder a bunch. 
Which I, I like this, like... You could relate to that. I sure do. As a medic... All as, I, as a medic who never fired his weapon in All anger. I can think about is, is how I love murder. <laughs> yeah. But he's got that, like, hot-headed, like, just, war! Yeah! And his dad's like, I'm Sir Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And he's very calm, and he's like, this was a, a work of, of very few. Not, not all the Jotuns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Thor's like, fuck you, dad! We gotta go to war! And I love that it just kept cutting to Tom Hiddleston. Just looking bemused oh, or like, yeah. oh, oh, like he's grasping his necklace. Yeah, <laughs> and and Odin's like, let's have some uh, some perspective, Thor, and not just go to war out of hand. And Thor's like, let's just just start a massive galactic war. Do you think there's an allegory to the Bush family that it, Thor is George w- Bush Senior? No, W. Well, no, they both started They're both wars. warmongers. Okay, never mind. So it was more like... <laughs> more like... Does George Bush have a kid who... Jeb? <laughs> I think that's his brother. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, brother, kid. <clears throat> Real quick, because you mentioned in passing the Warriors 3. Yeah. So, uh... The and, eight... and Lady Sif. Lady Sif. Who I it's like okay I guess you're making a nod towards like feminism or something. Nope, with that. she's a real thing. Oh, okay. All everything in the movie is from Norse mythology. So the Asian guy had a very stereotypical accent. <laughs> I I didn't even hear him talk. Are you serious? No, I mean like does he have lines? I'm not gonna re try to recreate it here. I honestly don't here, remember him having lines. It no, it's highly problematic. It's like. <laughs> It's very. You should do it. Do a really. That, that won't get you canceled. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, just, just go back if you have this movie. It's available on YouTube. Just go back and watch it. And then the other guy who is he Aries? Volstag? The the redhead, the big Volstag. <clears throat> so his it's whole... Volstag. And... Oh, I don't know the other two. So his whole thing is like one of the topics I wanted to bring up was is this um... a body thing? Yes, because you told me to bring up a topic. This is what it's going to be. This movie, it's not the whole center idea, but it had a, a, a little thing going on about male bodies and eating and body image. I want to push back and remind you that Viking culture was like, eat a lot and then go to war. Like yeah. They had these massive feasts and they would gorge themselves. But at the same, like, which I like, so, I think is an element of it, but at the same time... Norse culture, Who's say. this guy? Volstag. Volstag, yeah. He I at think, he yeah. at one point gets shamed for eating, and then at the end he gets like encouraged to overeat. And well, I think they shamed him for eating instead of being worried. But I thought he was eating for. I thought well, he was so, like so, so they stress sh- eating. They shamed him for stress eating, which is like, come on. Okay. You okay, know? I see where you're coming. And then and then the scene around when Chris Hemsworth finally comes to Earth and he's like shirtless and he's like this like. Utterly dehydrated styrofoam, like human sack. Oh, the of... Warriors Three are not from Norse mythology; they're from Marvel. Yeah, that's it's what I Fondral, thought. Hogan, and Volstag. Oh wait, and also Hildegard. Oof. I don't know which of those is in this. Well, how about how about that? I was yeah. wrong. You I was were wrong. wrong. I'm you never were wrong. wrong. You're pretty wrong I've never this is actually Should, first, can you believe this the first time I've ever been wrong I'm going to take this clip and post it on Twitter and publicly shame you wow that's, and demand you be cancelled I mean I should why are you going I'm, through I'm my googling no 
What do you do? You're not opening my work emails? Oh, that's where I have my my Safari. Is is where my emails are? Yeah, that's so I just my personal work. Emails. I don't give a shit about your emails <laughs> unless they're just like what? Wow, you took that. I literally just Patrick, was muscle memory. Patrick is like, mine. I'm so bored. I'm just gonna steal your identity. Why would I ever want to be you? I'm gonna I'm gonna reply all. All right, hold on. I'm gonna see if she's from North Norse mythology. Who, Lady Sif? Yeah, I need I need S-Y-F? to know. Lady Sif, Nor Norse mythology. In Norse mythology, Sif is a goddess associated with Earth. Okay, so yeah, they just took real. some. They took some. Li- li- How do I get back to TikTok? <sighs> just give me the fucking phone. Give me, give me the TikToks back. <laughs> I want to see what people are saying. Oh my god. Do do do. Thor is Jeb Bush. <laughs> that it's true. It's true. <laughs> Sif is Thor's wife. Oh, really? That's what somebody commented. Maybe in the Norse mythology. I like where Gene is going with this. Bo- yes, thank you, thank you. This movie. So you don't like? No, 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 no. Are you okay with Volstag being? I first of all, first of all. I'm trying to view things less as do I like this or dislike this. It's just this was present. This is what I interpreted in this movie. That's a good. That, I like that. Okay, so right. you, you except except the Iron Giant. I fucking hated that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that movie had no themes. Yeah. But there was a there was a motif of body and eating, and 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 I I picked up that like part of Viking culture was you feast and gorge and then you go out and plunder and this like overabundance of stuff and that's I, why they had that feast table he unnecessarily yeah, flipped yeah exactly like a 16 foot yeah covered in food angrily yeah like a gamer who just lost his call of duty match yeah. look so mad mom yeah and then and then you know later on when he's in uh new mexico he's like oh, i need to eat food and he eats like 50 pancakes and cat dennings is like wow how do you eat that much and like still st- stay in such great shape and he's like ha 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 what is instagram or whatever the fuck he says and like it's none just, of that yeah. it's interesting because it's an interesting male fantasy of getting to eat whatever the fuck you want and then still being in perfect shape and i think that's i think that's just a human fantasy like i mean it is a power fantasy movie yeah it's about a god well, i i, I didn't god powers i think because it is about gods and it is like a fantasy movie like it didn't it didn't really bother me, I don't think. I just think, because I think... Do you fantasize about being able to eat whatever you want and having oh, no consequences? Yeah. If, I, if you, not even that. I just fantasize about letting myself eat whatever I want. Oh. That's like... I, uh, can I uh, yes. add to that? I've been lately, I, I, have a, I have a very dramatic body cycle where I will gain and lose... Between thirty and fifty pounds. Wow. A year. Damn. In the winter, I'll I pudge up because I I'm depressed and I eat, and mm. then I, in the summer I work out really hard because I have the the energy and I go running a lot and um I just will my diet will change and I will balloon up and come back down and I go from between like during the quarantine I got to two fifty and then I got down to two ten and now I'm back up to two thirty. Nice. And I'm kind of trying to maintain two thirty. I'm like yeah. let's not get all because I felt awful at two fifty. But every year I go from between 230 down to either 200 or 190. Lately, I've been uh, just sort of fine with it. Like, I used to be like, ugh, my, I'm just, my gut, yeah. I'm just fat, I hate it. 
And I would look in the mirror and be like, this is, look what you do to yourself. And now I'm just like, what's up, Winter Pat? Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I'm rubbing my belly in the mirror and I'm just like, yeah, who's a chubby bitch? And see, I, I, I now view chubby me as just as attractive as in shape me. See, I wish I could get to that point. You know, and I slowly well, I think am. You can. I am. I'm working. On, I've come a long way, but I I do think it's a little. Even though a lot of this movie was tongue in cheek, I think the creators were aware of the ridiculousness of the material, and so they were kind of in on the joke. Just the one scene where he's not wearing a shirt and like he's just in perfect shape. You know, when I first saw this movie, I was like, damn. That's what I want to look like. Oh, I know, me too. But I, I had a photo of him on my wall. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I want that. I want to be that. But now knowing what I know and what you have to do in order to achieve that and how like like these actors will bulk, 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 and then clean and then basically starve themselves and not even drink water for three days just so their muscles are extra ripped. Like I hope to one day get to do that like... If Marvel was like, we want you to play a superhero, for six months we're going to give you a personal chef mm-hmm. and uh, whatever they're called, a personal trainer. Yeah. And you just got to get in superhero shape. Hell yeah. Yeah. All I got to do, like, because I, I, I enjoy working out. I just mm-hmm. don't have the motivation most of the time to do it and also eat really well. And it's, it's tough and it's almost impossible to do that without making it like your full-time job. Right. But if some dude just like, here, eat this. And then someone else is like, all right, we're going to do this and this and this and this. Like... While it is physically taxing, I mean, I was in the army, so like, whatever, yeah. that's fine for me. I've always, like, in my head been like, someday, but otherwise, fuck that. No, I would never want to try to maintain that yeah. shape. And it's, you know, I do eat really healthy and I do work out just about every day, but it's fucking hard. It's hard, man. It's hard when people are like, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. And you're like, okay. Or like, Trying to make time in every day to like work out and blah like it these because to get to look like him you'd need to work out like twice a day yep. every day yep. also have the perfect supplements and like mm-hmm. I just think I guess it's not even the fault of these filmmakers but it's like I wish someone had just told me that I wish someone had come along and just said yeah no no, no. we there's there is a, a billion dollar industry designed to make you feel terrible about exactly. your body exactly. Exactly. It's funny that no one really talks about the male industry being oh. like, because they're like the the female, female. Whenever I hear that, it's very. <laughs> it just sounds neckbeardy to be like females. Uh, there was female, a, females. Uh, there was a Reddit thread about it today where it was like, you gotta stop saying yeah. females. Uh, but like, well, I guess female fitness, male fitness, female. It, or rather, it's creepy when you say men and then females. If you mix and match, if you're like man woman normal female male normal but if you're like this man and this female uh, it's yeah. like ooh yikes yeah you don't it's just whatever get to your point <laughs> me yeah fuck you that was brilliant <laughs> i like when Th- i almost called you thor cuz i looked at the name when gene doesn't have anything to say he's just rude <laughs> <laughs> what what are you kidding me you're calling me rude I you mean, were like i'm specifically gonna play zelda so i don't have to listen to you i have a disability oh wow and look how bored i've been <laughs> i was like see i've been so distracted if i had zelda on i would be trucking what was i so no no, no i had a thought and i wanted to share it bring something you were calling women brain. females 
Female. Oh, the male. There's the no, male fitness industry. There, like no one gets mad at like the male fitness industry as much as like everyone knows that there's ridiculously unrealistic body standards for women. But then they're they're not at the same time. I think I think it's because women don't really want super muscular men. Yeah, it's just that like men think that m- women do, you, but it's okay. just for other men. Here's here's one thing. So you know the male gaze, right? You're oh, of course with I know the term the, yes. and like. That's why, like, women in movies are always beautiful and scantily clad. Of course. The male gaze also applies it, to men. It does, yes. Because because men, you know, gay men, bi men. No, 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 straight men. Straight men, too. Straight men want to see super muscular characters. And they want to fuck them. They want to fuck them. I don't em. know if they want to fuck them. Uh, a I lot think of they times. Just, I think, eh, let's not let's not imply that every single person is bisexual. I'm not... Don't you th- I mean, some people are That's just, not what I'm... Wait, actually, am I saying that? I think you're saying you that. You know what? I think I will take that position. Your position is just that every human being is is at some level bisexual. No, I I don't know. Because there are people who are just straight. I I don't I don't think they. It's just there's something there's a sexualized way of looking I, at human beings. I think beings. it's the same thing as when it's they're not. They don't want. They don't want to fuck Chris Hemsworth. They want to be Chris yes, Hemsworth. Yes, exactly. They want to be in that body and have those muscles because they are attracted to that. That, I, that like power fantasy. Yeah, the power fantasy. Yeah. I'm like I'm massive and I have these huge muscles mm. and I I drive a Porsche and I I have sex with beautiful women. I don't think they're like. I mean, maybe some of them. I mean, I I, I like to say I would only be by for for, <laughs> for like Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth or like Chris Evans. Like it has to yeah. be a tough joke. Yeah, I because if he came in the in the room with those blue eyes and muscles, I I'd be like, I don't know what's happening, but okay. Yeah, I I was thinking the other day if I was bi, I would have extremely high standards in men, like incredibly high, like like unachievably high. Yeah, but they'd be there. But I would, you know, for the right dude. Oh, I don't yeah. think I'm bi, <laughs> but I'm confused when I see Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off because I'm like. I like that. You're like, I want him to have a good life. <laughs> I just want him to hold me, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be cuddled by that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's very it weird. It whispers sweet nothing. Are we gay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know. What are you doing later, huh? I'm um, sorry, you're not Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> this is the best you're going to get, Pat, okay? How dare you? I can have standards. You will just take anything you get. Oh, um, bleached eyebrows. Did you not notice his bleached eyebrows? They were bleached blonde? Everything on him was bleached blonde. I had just... So last night I watched Endgame um, so that Tony Stark would snap me into the new year and I could pretend that he took all the bad things away. Wow. And... (laughs) (laughs) That's not childish. No, not at all. And Thor in that movie has like short... He just looks like Chris Hemsworth. So Mm -hmm. he has his brown eyebrows and brown beard and his brown hair. And he looks so much better. Really? Yeah. And so to see that and then go back to original, like, shitty wig, blonde. It's a wig? I think it's a wig. No, he let his hair grow out. No, that's a wig. Dude, that's like, that's over a year of growth. There's no way he did that. That was a wig. I don't think he's wearing a wig in Thor. Yeah. No. I, I, I agree to disagree I, that you're wrong. I can't wait for the chat to, yeah. to tell you how He's wearing a wig? A toupee? You know that almost everyone in movies is wearing a wig, right? Really? You're like, a ton of people are wearing wigs. Why? Because you want the hair to look perfect. What? 
Mo, I wore. I had my hair. What movie were you in? When I was in a play, I had to wear a wig, and it was the same yeah, color and length as my hair. Why? Because they can shape it to be the same every night. That's... And and for movies, I mean, like sometimes it's the regular hair, but it often isn't. Like was, Scarlett Johansson's often wearing a wig. Was Natalie Portman wearing a wig? In this no, movie? that was probably her hair. You got to remember that Chris Hemsworth literally came out of like Star Trek, where he had a crew cut, and then he. Film Thor. Where was he gonna grow? Okay, what about twelve inches of hair? What about the older scientist dude? Was he wearing Selvig or um, what's his real name? I don't know, Eric. Uh, something Skarsgar. Yeah, yeah, that like super Norwegian. Sved Svedrik Skarsgar. Skarsgard. Remember him from that movie with the intelligent sharks, where Samuel Jackson. Oh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, and then gets eaten. Yeah. Stop wig shaming actors, Gene. I, I, like I, how, just I like how people keep misspelling your name. Oh yeah, they're Jean, shaming you. J e a n, or not a wit. Like what? You know? You, no, I'm not backing down. I'm not dying on this hill. You, 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 you are, you are convinced it's not a wig. It's not whatever, even a good wig, Gene. Whatever. It's like well known that it's a bad wig. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. So Thor and the Warriors three and Loki. Loki's like. Hey, we should go fuck up those giants. Those ice giants. Those ice giants. What if we took like four dudes and <laughs> invaded a planet? Yeah. Another realm of existence. Just like Jeb Bush. Just, but what if we didn't bring an army? What if it was yeah. just like the five of us? I really, my, my whole, my brain the whole time, I'm like, what's their plan? Is he so headstrong that he thinks he can take on like the entire Jotunheim army? I guess so. He kind of starts to. Yeah, he's Thor. He's full of himself. He's like, I can. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take them all on, baby. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to gauge because it's like when it comes to magical powers, it's hard to be like this magical being is not as strong as fifty of these magical beings. So they go to that planet. They go to Jotunheim. Um, we meet Heimdall, who's Idris Elba. Oh, really? Oh, the guy at the gate. You didn't realize that was Idris Elba. I thought it was, but I'll be honest, I didn't want to be racist. <laughs> So, <laughs> what is that fair? Is that so fair? You're so worried about being racist that when you recognize an actor, you're like, "Well, I don't want to say that they all look the same." Yeah, yeah. But you literally were doing the opposite of that. You recognize. You were like, "Oh, look, Michael Clark Duncan." No, because later no, in the movie, I no, was like, "Okay, no. so later in the movie, Thor." Runs into a black security guard and they have like a tussle. And you thought it was Michael Clark I thought Clark for Duncan? a second because it's dark and he's oh huge. Oh my god! But in my head, I'm like, you. I think, okay. I think Michael Clark Duncan's dead though. That's racist. I googled it. Michael Clark Duncan died like 15 years ago. That's why I googled it. And that guy didn't look anything like. It him. was dark and raining. He was like thinner. Michael Clark Duncan was like a. Oh, dude. I was dark. Why did I bring this up and, and, oh, and out myself? Because you're racist. racist. Yep. Well, problematic we've... Patrick. Problematic Pat. Me and Joe Biden. Yeah. Riding with Joe. I thought Idris Elba was was good as the gate guy. Heimdall. Heimdall. Yes, I liked him. So he's like, you're going to Jotunheim. Yeah. Why am I doing that accent? Yeah. So they go to Jotunheim and the king is like, I'm going to kill all of you. Mm. And then they have a big, kind of dark and hard to see fight. I called it a CGI poop fest. <laughs> it was right. It was dark. It was like, what the fuck's going on? I do. All the shots that <coughs> Thor is doing stuff, I thought were better. Yeah. It's like, he's spinning his hammer and shooting up chunks and he's doing big electrical. But I like, 
couldn't really see what Volstag yeah. was doing, or, or like I think the I don't I don't know his name, and I don't want to just keep referring to him as the Asian one. That seems racist. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you've already crossed that line. So. <laughs> <laughs> the um, oh, I, I gotta hold on. I'm gonna Google oh, Asian Warrior Three. I, no, don't search my emails for that. How do I? Where's your Where's your Google? You uh, use Google? No. What? Oh, Safari. I use Safari. I, oh no. What did you do? I, it's my. Uh, okay, hold on. Asian actor. It's less racist <laughs> if I say actor. Warrior. Just Google Asian and see what Warrior comes up. Warrior three. Hold on. <laughs> well, his name is Andrew Koji. So. Okay. Well, shout out Andrew. Wait, is his name Andrew Koji? Hold on. And oh, maybe that he might. That might be the stunt man. That is not him at all. I am completely wrong. Why? I didn't do this. Oh no, that's Warrior Star. Okay. Oh. This my was God. Google's fault. Actually, you have Duck Duck Go on Safari. What's wrong with? You? I think his name is Dustin. Dustin Pedroia, new, catcher new, of the Red Sox in two thousand. How do you say a name where? Um, it's like an N Y U G E N. Oh, Nagayan. Nagayan. That might not. That might also not be him. No, that is also not him. Oh, this is getting this really racist. He is, is also just from the show Warrior. Oh, none of this is my fault. My God, this is Google giving me inappropriate. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put in Thor. Warrior three. Just, just Thor, Thor cast. Type in Thor cast. No, I gotta do. Go to okay, IMDb. It'll show pictures of all the actors in it. His name is. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's not his name. Tad and Nobu Tad and Nobu Asano. Tad I'm so sorry. Are you sure that's him? I yes. I they're Tad and Nobu. Tad and Nobu. We are so Tad and Nobu Asano. I, I wanna say. His... Or his name is Tadanu Sato? Tadanobu Sato. God. Wait, wait. Oh, and Hogan in the So he's Hogan. We did it. Hogan. Hogan. Okay, so his name is Hogan, and I'm not racist. Okay. Put TikTok back on. All right, okay. That was... Should we have Zach get rid of all that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, moving on. Um, Hogan. Hogan. It's important to recognize how problematic I am. Yes. You're oh. saying when Hogan is fighting in the CGI poop fest, I couldn't really tell if he threw it. knives. That's what all of that was leading up to, was wow. that I couldn't tell... He throws knives, right? That's his thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did I guess they're also. Oh man, I didn't need to walk down that road at all. <laughs> they're all supposed to have their own weapon. The, yeah, they all have like a thing. The guy has the battle axe. Ballstag. Wait, That's who's alive? Are you watching? <laughs> Just some random. <laughs> watch us watch someone else's live. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought it was interesting how, like, Thor, like, before the fight starts, he walks up to the head ice giant, and the head ice giant is like, dude, we could wipe you out. There's only five of you. You should go home before this becomes a fight. And Thor is like, you know what? You're right. Well, Loki's like, yes, brother. Yeah. Let us go. And then he turns around and he says, yeah, you little princess. And he turns around and throws a hammer at him. And I'm like, oh, great. So that's, that's you know, that just goes to that warrior mentality of no one backs baby into a corner. Uh, <laughs> it is. Remember how one of the major plot points from Back to the Future is that Marty McFly doesn't like being called a chicken? Uh, and how most of the oh, plot yeah, revolves yeah, around yeah. him? Yeah. Did you just call me a yeah. chicken? 
Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, CGI poop fest. I liked the dog monster. Yeah. They had some cool monsters in this movie. Yeah, the big old dog monster came out. That was out, cool. And, they, they're, and they're fighting it, and it gets like slammed under the ice. Or does Thor... I, oh, Thor does like a massive... Hammer. No, he slams his hammer down, and he has like a massive shockwave that like wipes out most of Jotunheim. Mm-hmm. And then the CGI dog thingy falls through the ice. Yeah. But then it's running on the underside of the ice, which is kind of dope. Wow. And then it, it pops out, and they're like, Heimdall, open the Bifrost! And he's like, no. And then Thor throws his hammer through the dog thing's face. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. It was blood. It was really cool. Oh, one of the big plot points was uh, Volstag gets grabbed and he gets like frostbite. He's like, don't let right. them touch you. Right, right. And then one of them grabs Loki. And he turns blue and he's like, oh, by chance? I'm blue. Abadie, abadie. Abadie, abadie. Abadie, Okay. <laughs> Um, and blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette and everything. And then Anthony Hopkins shows up. Uh, and everybody around, cause he ain't got nobody to listen, to listen, to listen. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins shows up and, uh, are, are you done? Yeah. Okay, cool. He shows up. Ah, blue. <laughs> Fuck you, you dick. You fucking, you blew me. You blew me. I blew all over you. In the words of, um, in the words of Freud. Yeah. Uh, I, I mothered you. He blew his podcast partner. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm funny. Okay. Give me that. Give me that. I might not know anything. I might not pay attention to these fucking movies, but I'm funny sometimes. Ugh. Anthony Hopkins shows up. He yells at he everyone. He was on his eight-legged horse. Oh, really? You didn't count the legs? I'm gonna I be forget a, what the horse's name is. I had is. a tough time paying attention during some of the action sequences in this movie because they were poopy. You didn't like the one where he's human? I really like that one where he's invading S.H.I.E.L.D. And oh no, just... that one was sick. Okay. That one was cool. All the ones where they're in their fanciful armor yeah. is kind of... The the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif are dopey. Yeah. Like Thor when he's whipping the hammer around. I don't know. It looks cool. It, it, yeah. Thor is cool, but like... And his armor looks stupid, but like in kind of a fun way. But theirs looks like cheap. It's like TV cheap. Like Renaissance Fair. No, but like it... I don't know. It just looks like plastic. Mm-hmm. And I. Mm-hmm. It looks a little better in Asgard because it's got so many damn filters on it to yeah. make it look like shiny and godlike. Maybe it's supposed to look crappy when it's on like Earth. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I think I agree that. Rubber. It looks like rubber because it looks like it mm-hmm. moves when mm-hmm. they move and like when they lean forward, the armor, like. I'm like, shouldn't that be like plate? It, yeah, it should be. Like what the Mandalorian has. Yeah, he metal. never looks fake. No. And that's great. TV. Let's just rewatch that. Let's put it on right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Anthony Hopkins shows up, saves them all. Should I Google what his eight legged horse is called? No. Someone in the please, chat tell me what don't. Anthony please Hopkins. Don't. Please don't. His ravens are called Munin and Munin. I want to get to my favorite okay, go. line in the movie. So he's like, takes him back. He's like, Thor, I told you not to go there. You specifically betrayed me. You're not fit to be king. And then he just goes, you are a cruel boy. <laughs> it's so funny. Isn't that the line he yells like all of a sudden out of nowhere? Or is it when they start yelling? And he's, 
It's like, you're, you're oh, a yeah. weak old man. He's like, and you're a cruel boy. You're a cruel boy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the word boy. Boy. <laughs> oh, no. Later, there's a line that Loki just screams. He's like, you ruined my life or uh, something. Yeah. And it was just out of it. There's a lot of, like, very melodramatic quasi-Shakespearean. The name of the horse is Sleipner. Sleep. Slepner? Sleipner. Sleepner. Man. His ravens are called Hunan and Munin. This. Wow, what is this? Fucking Harry Potter? Jesus. And his sword is called Hufflepuff. Actually, I wrote down his uh, spear is called Gugnir. Thor it's has a, a spear? No, Odin has a spear. Oh. And then Loki later is wielding it. And it, like, shoots lasers. Oh. Boy. So, uh, this Thor gets a biggity banished. Yeah, he gets biggity. And then. And then Anthony Hopkins very dramatically uh, whispers into Mjolnir, oh, yeah. uh, he, sh- he whoever holds this, be they Captain America, shall hold the power of Thor. Yeah, yeah. And he whips it through um, the Beefrist and, mm-hmm. and it lands in, in New Mexico. New Mexico, along with Thor. Thor lands first and gets hit by Natalie Portman and they drive him, they tase him. Yeah. Which I thought was funny because he's like, he's the god of lightning. He's the god of lightning. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets tased. clever. And then, um, and then and, uh, Mjolnir lands and there's like a fun redneck scene where they're all trying to... They're having out. a cookout and they're like, let's pull out this hammer, boys. Come on, boys. <laughs> and, and then um, I almost Steve, called him Steve Jobs. Steve, Steve Jobs. Stan Lee, the Steve, jo- Steve, Steve Jobs, Jobs of, of comic, comic books. books. It's like, I'll get my truck. Even though I'm a Jew from Brooklyn. We're going to pull out a hammer, boys! <laughs> and then it rips the hammer or truck bed out. So what you're saying is he was pulling on his hammer? Yeah, yeah, get it? Dude, this whole movie is about penises and masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke from the third Thor. They make that joke. Really? Yeah, he says, he's like... He goes, uh, I just, you know, I throw my hammer and it pulls me. And then, and then Tycho Waititi's like, your hammer pulls you off. <laughs> You'd like Ragnarok. It's, oh, did he direct it? Yeah. Oh. It's the best one. Is there like a singing, dancing Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sick. I'm in. So uh, he's, in, he's in Earth. And oh, they take him to the hospital. And there was this scene, we were talking about it earlier, that we both found really relatable. Yeah, because he just loses his mind in the hospital. He's like throwing doctors and stuff. Beating people up. It's probably, honestly, my favorite fight scene in the movie. And it's like five seconds long. My favorite fight scene was when Thor beat up that woman. (laughs) Yes. Gene Meyer. Yes, exactly. Clinical therapist. Exactly. No, I've, I've been... I've been in the hospital doing that. I mean, I've never freaked out, but I've gone to the emergency room highly agitated. And they're like, how did you get these cuts? And it's like, (laughs) how did that? And and then I've been on the other side of it where people just sort of freak out and scary. Some scary shit. I mean, that was like a constant of being a paramedic was like... Sometimes people just lose it on you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like a fun story. My Oh, this is a fun one. It's not. I was at a... I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before. I, I used to do paramedical... That's a dumb word. We had a, a contract with a large stadium that would do like concerts or whatever. 
Okay, yeah. And yeah. we would just, like, go basically get drunk people and take them to the hospital. Uh, people who we thought were too drunk. I always kind of found it messed up because they, like, sell alcohol. And then they have paramedics wandering around that will just snatch you up and take you to the hospital. And, like, they're not really allowed to say no because they're drunk. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, well, isn't this just, like, a perpetual capital... Like, capitalism just screwing... Like, if we had universal health care, it's like, whatever, you're just inconvenienced. But those are, like, massive bills. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, my ambulance company. It's like, you know, we were... You know, they are drunk and in public, and we would go after the ones that were... We weren't like, oh, did you have a sip of beer? Come with us. But, like... But if you're a minor, oh god, yeah. And then, but like, it just—it's kind. I always, I always found it like a little messed up that we would do that. But anyway, um, it helps some, but in other ways hurts. I guess that's medicine in the United States. <sighs> I ruined so many people's lives by saving them. One time, I uh, dislocated my shoulder at a metal show, and I had to go to the hospital. And I was in the back of the ambulance, and it hit a bump, and my shoulder popped back in. (laughs) And so they opened the door, and they're like, all right, you ready? I was like, I'm good, because I knew the ambulance ride already was so expensive. But they had, as soon as I walked in the hospital, they would have charged me like $800. So you just said, never mind? Yeah, and they were like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. And then, like, my people-pleasing tendencies came out where I was like, oh, maybe I should just to make them feel... (laughs) And I was like, no, fuck that. That's thousands of dollars. We used to have people would call the ambulance and they'd be like, I would like to go to this hospital because it'd be across town. And then we'd get them there and they would just walk away. And they they just wanted to get uptown. What? Yeah. But the... They're not going to pay the ambulance. Or they were on, like, Medicare, so it wouldn't matter. The ambulance ride, I remember that... $900 when I closed the doors. Yeah, yeah. That's... God forbid I do a thing. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And I don't know whose fault that is, but they... Most people don't pay them. Really? Like, 90% of people don't pay their ambulance Does it hurt your credit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll go to collections. But just, like, most most people don't pay their medical bills. It's like really? the ambulance isn't coming after you. It takes it costs too much money. And then they send it to this third party who's like they're, they're, in yeah, they're Albuquerque. Gonna, yeah, they're gonna call you every day. So I was at this concert. It was a uh, it was a Nickelback concert. Yes. <laughs> Not no. Yeah. I was just covering. Just paramedic. This is a pro Nickelback podcast. We. <laughs> I didn't know. I love. I didn't Nickelback. know who they were. I was. I everyone love was like, everything they do. Do you really? Yes. Are you joking? I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, everyone's like, I was there and I was like, so what band is this? They're like, Nickelback. I'm like, I've never heard of them. And they're like, yeah, you have. You've heard their songs. You don't know this is how you remind me? I, well, when I, because I'm It's not like you to say sorry. sorry. It's a different story. Yeah, bro. (laughs) I love how we both did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time I'm mistaken. Forgiving you the hard work, making Don't they also do the photograph? Yeah. Look at this photograph. 
Dude, so Nickelback... No, I gotta tell wait, the wait, story. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to say, early on in June, <laughs> Nickelback was, like, very early on in their support of Black Lives Matter. And I was like, fuck yeah, Nickelback. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Nickelback. <laughs> so this is a pro-Nickelback podcast. Chad Kroger, if you're listening... We would love to interview you sometime. I would. I would totally. Oh love that. man! I've never. I've never understood the absolute hatred for that band. No, it's me not. Neither. It's it's whatever, dude. Me. They fucking rule. All right, they're I mean, the Beatles of our generation. All right, you're taking a strong <laughs> stance. So, so Nickelback's playing, and you know whatever. And I somebody comes to find me and be like, we need you. And I'm like, I just started working here. I doubt that. And like, we need a veteran. And I'm like, what an odd. <laughs> what is happening? What. And I wasn't, I, this is pre-war, so I hadn't been to war yet. Really? I was, yeah, because I went to training, and then I worked for a while, and then I got deployed. Because National Guard. They bring me over, and they're like, this guy is freaking out. And I go over, and he was a Marine who had been a couple tours, and the pyrotechnics set off his PTSD. And so he was starting to lose it. And I came over, I was like, hey, brother, what's going on? You know, I'm, I'm a vet. He was like, I want to talk to Doc. And I was like, I'm a medic. And so he kind of calmed down with me, and I was chatting with him. And I get him in the ambulance, and you're not supposed to bring, like, other people, but I convinced, I was like, let him bring his girlfriend, let him sit together, I let him sit in the captain's chair, which is, like, the backwards-facing seat. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not, I'm not going to put you on a stretch. I, like, what you're supposed to do, and why EMS kind of is problematic, and actually my preceptor now, having seen how this call, and then precepting me, and getting to know me post my deployment, he now, like, runs a class, like a countrywide class, uh, that's been mentioned in the newing or the National EMS Journal, NREMT. No, NEMS. No, EMS. It's got a name. This is so. I am go- sorry. <laughs> he he created like a class to help EMTs deal with veterans in crisis because we do a bad job with it because like we take these veterans and they're starting to freak out and then you shove them in this super clinical environment and you strap them to a stretcher and then they get more freaked out and then they fight like Thor did. So this guy, I'm. I, I'm keeping him calm, and I get him in, and I was like, hey, I don't really want to send this guy to the psych wing when I get him to the hospital. And they're like, well, we have to. So I bring him to the psych wing, and then they lock the doors, and he starts to panic. And I see his eyes darting from person to person, and I'm like, he is now counting everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. He's looking for exits. He's going to start fighting. And I go, and I found the doctor, and I was like, hey, we've got a soldier or Marine or whatever. And he kind of thought I was fucking with him, and I was like, aren't you a Marine doctor? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you've got one out here. And he came out and he saw the Marine and he recognized what I read. And he just like pulled him aside and like went like forehead to forehead and was like, hey, come, come here and stay in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was pretty like shook by this, like the whole experience of seeing this guy that was like barely holding it together. And I went back to my preceptor and I, I <laughs> like, like the beginning of a movie, I was like, you think I'm going to be like that when I get uh... back? And he was like, I don't know. And uh, I was. I was real hard. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you got really into Nickelback when you and, returned from war. And I got back from war, and I tackled, I, t- I tattooed Nickelback on my ass. Yes. I haven't told you, but I think now I'm gonna reveal my Nickelback <laughs> yes. ass tattoo, dude. Fuck. For yeah. those of you who don't know, my my illustrious clinical therapist oh, yeah. co-host has a a limp biscuit tattoo on my ass. I thought right? it was Offspring. What? Do you hate Offspring? I don't... I mean, I, I like them, but... Or Offspring? Dude, my whole thing is unironic love of Limp Biscuit. Is Limp Biscuit and Offspring that different of a band? 
Yeah, I would say so. Limp Bizkit were once the most popular band on earth. Were they really? Yeah. Name one of their songs. Nookie? Break Stuff? They covered George Michael's Faith? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Hum a song. I'm just gonna... Were you gonna put on a... No, it'll get us... No, I... Oh, well, no, who cares? All right, I guess we're going to put on Limp Biscuit now. You don't know? I put it on the, the, not now, Spotify. I put it on the... I didn't listen to our playlist. Why are you holding up to the mic? This is... You don't know this shit? I don't. Dude. Is this like a popular song? This was like the biggest song of the summer in 1999. Was it really? Yeah. Well, uh... I don't know about Everyone our age knows every single word to this song. Except you. Stick it up, yo. Nope. Stick it up. What year? We came out in 99. What other, what's another popular oh, song? Yeah, I haven't heard this one. Okay. Put on one that I would know. Okay. It's just going to be Nookie over <laughs> wait, wait, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Do you, do you know this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this one. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I've heard of a what is this? Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We got no, we're getting off track on this episode. I, but you know what? I kind of like that. I do too. I think it's better than when we just rigidly stick to the yeah. plot. Those episodes are boring. They are kind of boring. Yeah, where we're like, and then the Mandalorian shoots this guy, and it reminded me of this time in my life. And then I <laughs> thought that's because he wants to sleep with his mother. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, that hospital scene, I, I've been on both sides of it. Yeah. And I got distracted because Gene's wearing gray sweatpants. And I was looking just... I was, like, zoning out right in the direction okay. of his wiener. Okay. Just looking right at it. Uh, speaking of which, I think the... Speaking of wieners? Yes. In the next scene is... Or a couple scenes after that, he gets released from the hospital. And it's his big shirtless scene. Which mm. is really... It's, like, pornographic. <laughs> Let's be honest. And Kat Dennings. Did you know that he got so big he couldn't fit into his costume and he had to get smaller? Really? Yeah, that's why in the beginning he's like super awkward looking because he's just too big for the costume. It, 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 you know what? But the the thing is, like you said earlier, like, yeah, it's Thor. Thor's going like to be Thor jacked. the guy, yeah. Th- Thor, if it was like Spider-Man, like I'd be like, bro, does Spider-Man Yeah, be... it's because he's like, he's like the, the god of... He's yeah. like super strong. Yeah. Yeah. Toe to toe with the Hulk. Um We get a couple of like fish out of water scenes where he's like drinking at a at a diner. He's like, Oh, I like this. And he oh, smashes yeah. the cup. I'll have another. Well, and then he like I said, he's like, he's like eating. toxic masculinity the person. Yeah. And he's sort of like traditional masculinity being forced into the modern world almost. Because toxic think of it. masculinity. Yeah. Well toxic. He's also like I like there's a line that Odin says earlier where he's like I tried to teach you a warrior's patience. And I like the idea of like, I do think that there are some tenets of being a warrior or like warrior culture that are very, that are like positive. It's not all just like, would you say? I like the idea. Oh no, that's me. <laughs> oh oh I'm no, I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. heckling me with me. <laughs> a warrior's patience? And Thor is like all the worst aspects of a warrior and none of the, the positive like honor and um, patience and like, well, what we were talking about before we started this episode was... I'm blue, da ba dee da ba dee da ba dee da 
<laughs> you fucking jerk off. The old man. I hope you get one of your hot flashes. <laughs> oh, that was rude. I'm sorry. I shouldn't bring up your Twitter beef. I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I told you before this episode was that I, even though Thor is much more of a fantastical character than Captain America, I found him more relatable because he's like this, this guy who like comes from privilege, but he's like too headstrong to become the person he's supposed to be. He keeps getting in his own way and his father casts him out. And that is like, I very much relate to that experience more so than like Captain America, who's like, I'm a Boy Scout and I just want to do the right thing. And I always like have the best intentions. Like Thor is like a cocky douche who like learns to love. And that's kind of like, I relate to a lot of that. So what you're saying is that a character that learns to love is something that you identify with. I know you're going to bring up the Iron Giant, and I just want to say, <laughs> go fuck yourself. So what you're saying is that if you fuck, saw some sort yeah, of fantastical... Yeah, he doesn't eat metal. He doesn't eat metal. So if you saw he, some sort of fantastical space character, one one that might have been embroiled in war, and then through the love of a human... No. Uh, ...softens his edges. No. That's a story that, that you really identify with. Yeah, it, it, it's different. It's different, man. It's different. He doesn't eat metal. The diarrhea isn't one of like an essential story component in this. At least not that I picked up on. Like it's just you can't compare the two. Apples and oranges. Uh, Let's see. Um So the whole time um Oh the whole I, time all this is happening, Loki is like conniving against Odin. And he has a big, like, temper tantrum scene where he's like, What am I, father? Well, because he realizes he was an ice giant and his father... A frost giant. A frost giant, excuse me. And his father was a like... Frosted Flakes giant. Yeah. Well, I... I this was the other They're thing. They're great! Are you done? That was... So he brings up... Ah, up... <laughs> um, as a clinical therapist... Ooh... This kind of jumped out to me was, and this is a reoccurring narrative. The story here kind of reminded me of the Lion King because Scar is the king's brother and he puts forward a bunch of schemes so that he can take the throne. Isn't this also the same theme as Hamlet? Yeah. Well, isn't the Lion King based Lion is, on... Is this also similar to Hamlet? I've never read... Is there a read, brother in Hamlet? Uh, I've, I've never read Hamlet either. I've never read any Shakespeare. I'm like a theater boy and I, I like... I don't give a fuck. About Shakespeare? Yeah. Or me? No, you're great. Shakespeare <gasps> can go fuck himself. Or themselves. That's true. I don't mean like he's non-binary, but maybe. But like people like to think he's multiple people. Probably isn't. Oh, really? That's, oh, yeah. There's like a there's a, there's a, a working uh, conspiracy that he's like 13 people. Well, didn't he, he didn't even create the stories. He just sort of adapted them, right? Uh, I don't know. Some of them, maybe? There was like... Some of them, yeah. Like, all... But I think some of them are original stories, or maybe not. I have no idea. Well, anyways. I know there's someone that's going to be like, yeah, that's not Shakespeare. Yeah. I, I based my entire identity around enjoying those plays. So this brought up, uh, it's kind of, I don't want to say problematic, but... Would you be mad if I went and smoked while you explained this? Speak loudly. I was going to ask if I could take a bathroom break. Do you but... want to do it right now? Do we want to I mean, leave? might as well, yeah. Right, I'm going to have a smoke and you have a bathroom break. Oh, you're the worst Oh, blue, abba-dee, abba-dum. 
This is some crunchy potato chips. Zach, if some of this is funny, leave it in. Well, you're really taking a long time to pee. What do you guys think of the episode so far? <laughs> All right. So, okay. So here's here's the point I was trying to make. Was the whole narrative of Loki being jealous and it turns out he's also adopted, I kind of found problematic. What? Just that he's adopted? Well, oh, you'd hate the joke in the Avengers. No, 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 no. That... There's just this connection between him being the bad son and him being adopted that you see a lot. But isn't it, like, doesn't the fact that his father, like, loves him unconditionally and, like, doesn't consider him the bad son? His he, father's not like, you're a but bad... He's, but he still is the bad son. Well, that's just because Loki's a dick. Yeah. And he, like, schemes and connives and, like... I don't find it problematic because I think Odin genuinely loves him as mm-hmm. a son and Loki refuses to see that. Yeah. And like him finding out he's adopted isn't the reason he's evil. It just gives him permission to he's like, "See, I told you you never loved me because I'm adopted. I knew it. I I knew it the whole time." And it's like, "But but I raised you as my boy and I gave you everything." But it's like you you know I'm not saying that's not true, but you you never see in media, like, the opposite, where it's like, the biological son goes evil. I mean, but this movie is that. Thor sucks, and he gets banished. Yeah, but he's the hero. He's the hero. Yeah, because he learns. I like, don't you see the parallels in that Loki is his own demise, and so is Thor? Both of them, like, receive life-shattering information. Thor decides to be a better person, and Loki's like, fine, I'm gonna go full evil then. Yeah, but I think just that 
in because in Norse myth- mythology, Loki is Odin's son, right? Look it up. Uh, Loki is in Norse mythology, in some sources, the son of Farbuti and Laufey. Laufey is the the king of Jotunheim. So he's not. He's not Odin's son. Nope. Huh. By the Jotun. Yeah, so he is a Jotun. Oh, okay. So in Norse mythology, he's adapted. Okay. I just, I, I don't know, because... It also is like, that's a Norse thing. You raid a village and you take a kid. And yeah. You, you're my child now, boy. I just think that... That's how, that's how Norse people sound. Yeah. You there. You there, boy. Yeah. Welcome to my Viking army. We were carnival barkers on the sea. I just think that in a lot Huzzah! of a lot of movies they have this trope of it's the second son, it's the adopted son, it's whatever who turns evil because he's so jealous of the firstborn, who is the hero and and tradition. But that happens in history like yeah. a lot. But Bro- what's it called? Brother? What is, what is sibling it? rivalry? No, what's it called when a brother kills a brother? Fratricide. Fratricide. That's not when you kill a father? No, that's patricide. Patricide. Oh, no! Yeah. Patricide? <laughs> I just think it's... Cain and Abel. I mean, it goes back to the Bible. Yeah, well, I, I wrote that. I think it's... As someone who has a very difficult relationship with my older brother, who was the second son... Oh, you just don't want to be the bad guy. I'm very sensitive to it. And... So, because your brother wasn't good to you and you are like you feel like you're thor and he's loki and you don't like you don't like that thor's no i I, i'm just very i'll say maybe i have a personal bias against tropes about birth order because especially too i'm hearing more and more in the psychological field that birth order might not have as big an impact as we initially thought really but but for example like i'll tell people i'm a middle child And, yeah, I know. And I feel like every time they're like, I get a different, oh, so you must, like, really want attention. Or, oh, so you must be really quiet. Or, oh, so you must be really easy to raise. Or, oh, you must be really hard. And, I mean, don't parents, I mean, parents get more skill with each kid, don't they? It's also just entirely dependent on the parents. I guess that's true. I just know that my parents treated my sister wildly different from me. Is she older or younger? Younger, four years. Okay. So, I don't know. I just, I, I think there is this trope of the younger brother who doesn't get to be king, and so he has to s- connive his way into being king. I think. So did, like, Game of Thrones set you off? Because no. that's, like, the whole plot. Well, Game of Thrones was different because it was a whole bunch of people trying to be king. Yeah, but all of them have, all of them are related. They're all Baratheons. Ned's- well, other than the Starks. Which did have some of that. The Baratheons, you've got Stannis, who's like, I'm the oldest, so I have the claim to the throne. Or the young, and then the Robert, after Robert dies, and then there's the younger one, the gay one. Who? The gay one. He was, like, offensive, and then he gets, I don't remember. He was, like, the one that, um, the lady who looks like the bunny from uh, Space Jam. And she, like, comes in, and she's like, I know you're gay. We'll just pretend to sleep with each other. Uh, that sounds familiar, but I, I haven't seen that show in like eight years. I forget all of their names. Stannis was like the old man at the Dragon Roost with the fire lady and like... Oh, who de- had the ships? With the deformed... With, he like sacrifices his daughter and she has like scales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like scales oh, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's the other one. There was the other one who was like younger. He was... Not Stannis, not Robert. 
Remy. Re- oh, Renly. Oh, snap. I was so close. Renly. And his, and his queen, Marjorie. Okay. Who is like a, a famous actress. She has like a smirk that she's very famous for that reminds me of Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about now? Kind you, of. You see it in your face? Yeah, yeah, In your, yeah, in your yeah, face yeah, brain yeah, hole? Yeah. So anyway, sibling rivalry. Yeah. And it just, I, I just think it's in general... Yeah, you know what I'll say as 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 a second son, it is kind of annoying that like we're always like uh, it's a huge. I mean, it's the plot of Hamlet is like oh he was so jealous of the firstborn that he had to connive his way to be king. Is that what Hamlet's about? I don't know. I've never read it, but I know there's some forests. I thought it was the witches, the talking pig. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do Hamlet. That'll do Hamlet. <laughs> and then he builds. A spider web. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some some pig. And he goes to the city. There was a great scene where... Um, so after this, they're eating at the diner, and then the FBI comes and steals... Shield comes. Shield. I wrote down, uh, it makes the government look awful. Yes. And it's funny, because we now know that they're like secret Nazis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's that dude in it who was also in the Winter Jasper Soldier. Well. The bald guy. Yeah. And it's like you're you're a little fuck. You're a little Nazi. Yeah, you're a little Nazi boy. And so they're taking all of Natalie Portman's science equipment. And when she's like, "What's going on?" Agent Coulson's like, "We're the good guys. We're the good guys." Would anyone working in the government ever say that shit? I gotta say, I I, I forgot how much I missed Agent Coulson. Yeah, he's great. And just how he kind of brought the first phase of Marvel together. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's weird because I really like him. And I like... I watched all of, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I've oh, been watching really? him for seasons of television. Wow. So I see him and I'm like, yay. But then I'm like, boy, S.H.I.E.L.D., you guys look like a bunch of assholes. They are. She's like, this is my life's work. And they're like, ha ha. Get the fuck out get of the here. Fuck. Yeah. In my brain, I'm like, why don't you get her to help you? Yeah. Super government. So they, they take they take all their research and they set up like a compound around Mjolnir. The hammer. Mjolnir. As Cat Dennings calls Molin- it. Mjolnir. You know how to say it, right? Mjolnir. 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 The, the J makes a U. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. There you go. And uh, Thor's like, I'm going to go get my hammer. Yeah. And then goes into a pet store. Yeah. And he's like, I need a horse! Which is just a fun scene. It's funny. And then Natalie Portman's like, I'll drive you. Uh-huh. And then and then they have a really awkward... They're trying to flirt in the car, but she almost crashes. <laughs> I, I like them together. I think I like their relationship more than I like. like maybe this movie in I think in the second one they have more chemistry no I thought it seems like she's really into him and yeah. he is just a uh, a himbo yeah he's like I am on an adventure I'm wearing a wig right now and she's like oh my god you are so hot yeah. he's like I am yes dude but then I, at the end he's like I love you now I just want Natalie Portman to look at me like that oh I know right god she has a face I just she I just like she does have a face, Gene. Oh man, I could just get lost in it. She, I'm so. Did you know she's gonna be coming back to play Thor? Really? She's playing Lady Thor. Holy shit! She wasn't in the third. She's not in Ragnarok. I see. Here's but the, she came back to be Thor. Was she in, in the, the dark? Was she in the Dark World? Yeah, she's super big in it. 
Oh, really? I got the feeling that she pulled like a Harrison Ford, where Harrison Ford got big in Star Wars and then was like, I don't want to do any more of these movies. And then the studio was like, no, you have to. We're making a franchise out of this. And she was the same way. She's like, all right, I, I did the comic book movie thing. And they're like, Well, no. she wanted a bigger role and wanted it to be like... Really? Not such a damn... I think. She was like, I don't... Why? And she's like, you, you told me I was going to play this like intelligent self, uh, and now I'm just a damsel. In distress. And But she's going to come back, because in the comics, Jane Foster becomes Thor. That's so sick. Um, I don't know how they'll do it. In the comics, she has clinical... Can- she has a clinical terminal... depression? <laughs> she has terminal cancer, and every time she picks up Mjolnir, it destroys her cancer and she becomes Thor. That's so cool. But as soon as she puts Mjolnir down, she goes back to before, like, the start of cancer. <laughs> That's... So every single time she becomes Thor, it, like, resets her cancer, cancer? progress. Wow. And, or, 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 like, the treatments. And if she's... She has the same restrictions Thor used to have way back in the day, where if she's too far from the hammer, she loses her powers <sighs> and becomes, like, a frail cancer-ridden woman so it's it's very amazing it's really interesting and like a very interesting power fantasy slash like female hero and uh i'm really excited for it. it's gonna be called thor love and thunder um maybe also tech i think taika waititi's also directing that um do you remember the thor character from the comics beta ray bill yes is he gonna he's maybe gonna be in it really yeah maybe but he's referenced in ragnarok his face is on the outside oh. of the thing he, I, people think he maybe. I'm hoping he's such a great character. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Thor I've heard rumors he'll be in. The thing about Thor is like when they started, when Marvel was like, "All right, we're gonna make a Thor movie, we're gonna make a Captain America, Iron Man movie." I was like, "Great," but also these guys really don't have good villains. Like Thor, no, Thor has Loki, and that's it. Thor Loki is the only interesting Marvel villain until. Like phase three, and Iron Man. Everyone f- Iron Man fights is just somebody using his technology against him. Yeah, and the ca- next movie is even worse. Thor just fights some dark elf. Nobody remembers him. I don't even know if I know his name. Malekith, I think. But they did have. They had the two best Thor villains in this movie. They had Loki and the Destroyer. The Destroyer was fucking sick. The Destroyer, but the Destroyer is also just Loki controlling it. Yeah, which is cool because that means it's. Loki the whole time. Oh, really? They bring Loki back. Loki's also like one of the antagonists, sort of, in the Dark World, and then he comes back and he's well, sort of an antagonist in the, Ragnarok. The Avengers. He's, and then of course yeah. Avengers. Although Disney retconned that and said that he was under the influence of the Mind Stone because they don't want one. Because now that he's like a hero and he's getting his own TV show. Oh, he is. Oh, you didn't know he's getting his own miniseries on. He's um, a hero. Well, he has a lot of character development in the later movies. That's lame. Let villains be bad. Well, I mean, they have the other ones. So, anyway, so... Loki's never been evil. He's just a trickster. He is a trickster. Uh-huh. You you know, it, so you've seen The Mask with Jim Carrey? I sure have. They say that the magic in that mask is from Loki. Do you remember that? I You need to go back and rewatch that film. Do you want to watch the film right now? And yeah. Then, and then change this into <laughs> a Zelda. The Mask? <laughs> So the, one of the coolest fights is Thor is like fighting through this like tent that they set up around his hammer and our buddy Clint Barton shows up. He sure does. They're like, I need a man in the sky with a gun. And, and then he reaches for a gun and he's like, no. 
Grabs a bow and arrow. I wrote... So, I want to put a pin in an earlier scene, but this one I want to talk about for war porn's sake. What is it about Hollywood that has decided that bows and arrows are less violent than guns? Because whenever they want to, like, saw... I know Hawkeye's a character in the comics, and the reason they put a guy with a bow and arrow in comic books is because it's dynamic looking. Mm -hmm. Like... It's if each character has like a different pose and yeah. doing the bow and arrow pose, yeah. especially in a drawing, looks really cool. Like that's why you keep having archers in comics. Exactly. And in this, but it just, it feels more sanitized. Like if you Absolutely. get hit by an arrow, it feels more sanitized than being shot with a gun. Is it just the noise? Is I, it the lack of noise? I think, I think it is, you know, a lot of people like you see in movies all the time, people get shot and it's brutal. Mm-hmm. You don't really see a lot of movies where people get hit with arrows. Maybe in if you watch Lord of the Rings and shit, but dude, the Hunger Games. I've never seen those. I know, but you're aware of them. Yeah, her main weapon is a bow and arrow. Is it? And is it portrayed super violently? brutal? Yeah, she like shoots people. I don't know. There's something. But that... it's like it's. But doesn't that strike you as like teen heroin? We gotta like don't give her a gun. She's a bow and arrow. There's something. There's something kind of magical about a bow and arrow. You never look at it and are like, that's a weapon of violence. You're like, what a whimsical... I mean, Robin Hood used yeah, a bow Yeah, Robin Hood uses arrow. a bow and arrow. And friggin'... In the newest Robin Hood, I haven't seen it. I kind of want it. We should do it for the ep- podcast. They make the arrows... It's basically a movie about the Iraq War, except it's Robin Hood. But mm. they didn't go much further. So all the gu- all the arrows are like guns. Like, they shoot really? way too fast. That's they all have sick. like repeating arrows. No, it's stupid. Oh, I want to see It's it. like supposedly really, really bad. Where they tried to do like close quarters, like room clearing with bows and arrows. And That's it's... terrible. I know. I'm so... I don't know. The... You get a bow and arrow in Zelda. There's just something whimsical and, and childlike about that weapon. Could you imagine Zelda with a like with a gun a link with a gun? <laughs> He's just running around Hyrule with a master, and then he just pulls out like a like, <laughs> like a gat. Yeah, dude. Ba-pow. Just guns are guns are like they're like this this hyper sexual. Why is it no, gotta be about I, sex? I, no, all it, guns are sexual. They they are they are a male sexual icon. They are. Remember in Super Troopers when he or no, Super Bad when he's like, uh, what, "What's it like having a gun?" He's like, "It's like having a second, second dick." <laughs> and there's something. There's something so. This is my weapon. This yeah. is my rifle. There are many yeah. like it, but this one is Ex- mine. Exactly. What are they talking about? They're talking about our, their dicks. We, we did that with our dicks a lot. Yeah. We would we would yell that speech while holding our dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't. I guess do, you're not wrong. You don't do a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow is like a, it's like a vagina. It gives life, <laughs> right? No, you're wrong. It does not give. It life. gives. It, I mean, yeah, like it is more like. Well, it is curved. Yes, like a woman. Like a. Whereas it, a gun usually has sharp angles. Yeah, you have and these metal. Like, a ninety degree, and there's nothing like pretty about a gun it's pure like porn pornographic and like some, and there's like very elegantly designed yes. bow and arrows yes and, there, and there's there's art there's an art to it mm, that's guns true. are artless which in a way is it because of the ease in which you can fire a gun it's so easy to inflict violence with a gun but like so if i gave you a pistol you would have an easy time killing me but if i gave you a bow and arrow i think you'd struggle it 
Yeah, actually, I, I think you'd struggle with both because you're just a wee little bitch. Well, yeah. I mean, I would just He's be... He's a wee little bitch. I'd be afraid of the sound either way, but... <laughs> I don't like when it goes... Guns are like these utilitarian, capitalistic, just like everything is designed for maximum killing capacity. Bow and arrow is like, yeah, you want to kill someone, but you also want to like protect your hands, you know? You want to be able to like, I don't know, like be riding a horse while you fire one, right? You know? You want to shoot it through an apple off a dude's head, right? It's also like, you think it's because it's like old yeah. We've had those forever. Like yeah. a spear. It's like yeah. ancient. Like even swords. I think spears came around before swords. I, I think the thing though too is that bow and arrows have a lot of uses outside of violence. What other... Other than the bow being used to start fires. Because like what's the most famous use of a bow is in, in William Tell when he shoots the apple off the guy's head. I don't know if that's the most famous. What, what would you say is the most famous... Use of bows in hunting in Western culture. Hunting. Okay, tell me a story about a, a hunter who used a bow. Robin Hood. He didn't. What? Robin Hood was a good guy. He was hunter for animals. But animal hunting. Bows. I think cavemen. Bow and arrow. I think cavemen. cavemen. I think of William Tell. You think you hear bow and arrow and you're like William Tell. Yeah. All right. I think of like. Th- them like just being used on forever really i mean here's the other thing there's an entire disney pixar movie about a lady with a bow and there ain't been no pixar movies about guns besides Yet. maybe cars i think Yet. in cars too they have guns disney pixar's guns oh my god could you imagine if yes. there was just a pixar movie called gun oh my and it's about a and gu- it's about a gun that learns to love like, like, it's about a gun having an existential crisis. Dude, it would be and like... everyone's like, you know, I went into this. I didn't really know what it was going to be. Oh my god. We have to write that script. Let's pitch gun. Gun. To pix- Disney's Pixar. Dude, who would, who would do... Who would voice the main character? Patrick Warburton. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, hi, it's me, gun. Wait, yes. can I do his voice? Is, is it even deeper than that? Bader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> it's me. Bader. Dude. Dude. I, I can only do that. him. Yeah. yeah Bader. Yeah. yeah. Good. My name is Gun. Bang, bang. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Bad. No, I, I think that's brilliant. I think we're brilliant. More, we are more no me than you. No but. one. Oof! I'm the talent. <laughs> uh, I, I. Oh, where are we? So he's doing. This a cool is the fight. midpoint of the movie. Yeah. He's this is where him. you thought Michael Clark Duncan showed up. I did. I Racistly. googled it. Racistly. Um. There's a really. So when he's fighting Michael Clark Duncan, <laughs> there's like a hilarious. So they're like fighting and punchy punchy, and then Thor does this thing where. He just jumps up and kicks him in the chest with both oh, legs. Oh, he pushes. He puts his hands like up over his shoulders and does like a backwards worm. Yeah, to like flip himself. He just like jumps up and goes like, Kyaw! and they both fall and down. Then, and then Hawkeye is like, "Listen, do you want me to shoot this guy?" He's like, "I'm starting to root for him." Yeah, yeah. It's I so... I felt I was like, why? 
I guess it's because, like, hey, a single guy with no weapons showed up and is beating the shit out of everyone. And they were like, he has no weapons. Like, no, he's just beating everyone with his bare hands. I guess I'd be like, where is this going? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, just shoot him. Yeah, just shoot him. With you him. have guns. And a bow. And a bow. Yeah. How I'm, funny would it be if he just shot him with a bow? With an and he goes, like, and right through his arm. He's like, Whoa! what the fuck? You'll notice, I don't think at any point in any of the movies did we see Hawkeye just shoot someone no. with an arrow. No. Lots of robots. Yeah, robots, aliens, but he's never, like, in a fight. I noticed Hawkeyes and, and like, characters like that are allowed to shoot an arrow that explodes, mm-hmm. but they're not allowed to just shoot you with a bow. <laughs> And have it, like, stab you. Because it's super violent. Looking. But it's less violent if it explodes? Yeah, it's true. That's... Why, do, why I, does mainstream media think that explode? Like, I am the most terrified of explosions. Bullets are so much less violent mm-hmm. than an explosion. If you're not... If you don't get hit, other than, like, a fifty caliber bullet, which has sort of a cavitation airwave around it. Like, if a, bu- if a fifty cal goes near your leg, you're going to lose your leg. Wow. Because it's... There's so much, like, momentum in the air and stuff. Um, but, like, like a, a 5.56 five, or a 7.62 round, like a normal, non-massive round, if it doesn't hit you, you're fine. But explosions are like horseshoes. You just gotta get in the area. And we, like, I have been shot at so many times. And it's just not that scary when it's, like, far away. Because you're like, well, I either get hit or I don't. Mm-hmm. But, like, explosions are fucking horrifying. And not in movies. In movies, this is the exact same. People are like, oh, God, guns are scary. But like, oh, whatever. I just got blown out of a second story building. Yeah. We saw that a lot in Captain America where the severity of an explosion, um, it depends on like what's going on with the plot. (laughs) You know, like. In this too, like the the destroyer has his like eye cannon mm -hmm. and it blows up everything and people are getting whipped left and right and it's like, they're dead. They're dead. But if they're like lesser important characters, then yeah, boom, they fucking die. Oh yeah. It's weird. But he, you know, he beats up Michael Clark Duncan. (laughs) He gets to the hammer and he can't pick it he up can't pick because it up. he's unworthy of Thor. And then he drops to his knees and and has like a real like a real moment. It's like a Backstreet Boys video because his shirt is like super tight and he's ripped and you see his muscles, but it's like long hair is flowing. Maybe I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you're so mad that he's, he's like he's so fucking good looking so that it's fucking, making me confused. So hot. So can you not be this hot? <laughs> I so this is the exact midpoint of the movie. This is the um in oh have we I, let me unnecessarily the jam this into journey. the hero's journey. Thor's call to adventure, I think, is when Odin is like, you need to be a, a less headstrong, be a better king, because he's not this he, like this is kind. He's they're using the hero's journey, but it's not like young farm boy learns to be a hero. It's more. Super powerful warrior learns to be uh, a king. Yeah, and it, it's like a, his his um, normal reality, the, the, the ordinary world for him is being a powerful warrior, and the special world is being mortal. Well, it's a journey towards humility. Yes, but so like his call to adventure is when his father's like, "Don't pursue this act of violence." And then the point of no return is when he gets banished. I wrote, be less selfish is sort of the call to adventure. Because he refuses the call. 
And then um, the inciting incident, I think, is the Frost Giant attack. He gets banished to Earth. I think Jane is his mentor. Yes. Because she's sort of teaching him humility. And, and Like, even directly in that one scene where he throws the coffee and he's like, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I didn't mean to be rude. Is it weird that the mentor is also the love interest? I think it's just expedited writing. I did find... Eh, I don't know. I don't think so. You don't see any uh, Freudian angle oh, to that? Uh, <laughs> he wants wait. to fuck his mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, well, no, if you think about it, the woman, the woman who teaches him how to love, who literally brings him into this world and shows him how to be a person, he turns around and, and tries to fuck her. What? It, That's the, it's it's super edible. Oh my god! And then and then he kills his father indirectly through a mistake. Come on, bro, bro, come on. Oh god, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> yeah. See, oh. see. All right. This movie is about a boy who loves his mom and hates his dad, but he has to reconcile with it, which is something that all when they talk about stage, the stage theory of development that every child has these complex feelings about their parents but they learn to reconcile with them because like innate like all right the edible comp like yeah not everyone wants to fuck their mom blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but i like how that that time you're like all right fine <laughs> but there is they did talk about in like attachment and all this that it's normal for a child to feel jealous of their father because you know normally the mom is the primary caregiver and so they seek the attention from the primary caregiver, but the primary caregiver also gives attention to the father. So naturally, there is a little bit of jealousy that comes up, but right around the age of like two or three, you learn to reconcile that because you see that your father is also like a primary caregiver. So I'm not... I mean, I'm also aware of that there is enough incest porn yeah. That there's got to be something going on. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Freud's on the money. No. Uh, but I, I, I am like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of mom tomfoolery yeah. yes. on the... Yes. It's weird. Yeah. So the innermost cave, when he enters the innermost cave, I actually wrote down that it's self-reflection is the cave that he's... Like, for him, it's not... he Like, because he's Thor. He could go fight through some mystical cave but he's on earth and he goes into this you know uh, sterile tunnels and and he gets confronted with the hammer and he's not worthy and it's self-reflection and he it's the first time that he's thought oh i'm not good enough i can't i can't lift the hammer i'm not worthy and that self-reflection is his that uh the uh the grand ordeal the midpoint of the story is that uh, he loses his his uh, his godhood or his um yes his ego? It's like e- his ego is being destroyed, which is interesting because usually it's uh it this is sort of a very inward journey exactly as opposed to like at this point in Star Wars Luke loses Obi Wan mm-hmm. and he he you know gains the princess and gets to play the hero but he loses his mentor mm-hmm. i think this is around the, i think that's a halfway point in I, Star Wars. I i agree and, and it's like i said like thor's journey is internal and that's why i think i really related to it and there's something about i think especially coming from a place of you're a demigod and just a god 
Just a god? Yeah, he's just a god. And, Demigod would be half human. And it, in a lot of ways, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, this is kind of like when a person, like a, a white male, straight white male, like me, has to, like, acknowledge their privilege. Because he sort of acknowledges, like, oh, wow, I am a douche. <laughs> right? I did... I did think it came a little quickly. I know it, like, he collapses to the ground and he gets taken in the other room. So Loki comes in, very cool. He always appears in very interesting ways, like in a mirror. Yeah. He And he appears in a mirror because he's mirroring Lo, He's mirroring Thor's journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he lies to Thor and tells him that his father is dead. And Thor is devastated and then he says that your mom and mom says you can't come back and he's double devastated because thor has a very close relationship with frigga who is his mother and he wants to fuck her (sighs) (laughs) sorry and he's he's like oh god i've lost i've lost everything in a moment his godhood and his powers and his worthiness and his mom and his dad and loki's like all right do some king and he's not the king anymore now Mm -hmm. loki's the king all because he and I obviously it's like look at all these consequences to your actions, but he like very quickly is like, well I guess I'll be a good guy now. Yeah, yeah. And I like the way he goes. I just I guess I wish there was like a, some time for some meat or like to see some to, more of the struggle. I want to see him like really. I want to see him flip another table. I think is what we yeah. need to see. Yeah, I agree. It didn't because Selvig shows up. Right away, he's like, "Here's my friend Donald Blake." Yeah, which and, is a little reference to the comics. And then um, they say he beat up like eight security guards, and he says, "Oh, he's a bit of steroids." A th- he said, "He's a bit of a fitness rat." You know, he goes, he, "He goes steroids." Like, okay, I was like, ooh, body shame. Yeah, more body shaming. Yeah, and then they go to a bar, and there's a weird scene where uh, the doctor is like, "Wow, she really loves you." You need to get the fuck out of here. Well, because he doesn't believe that he's like a god. It's it's just weird because it's like, what does what is the old man trying to do? He's protecting his his surrogate daughter. Okay, I mean, obviously Selvig has like a, a father like that. She's yeah. his student, his prize student, and like, yeah, I, I know he's, but it's like, okay, I I totally think that. Think about this, not knowing any of the Asgard shit. You're a guy, you're in the middle of the desert, a drunk dude shows up who's like, I'm Thor from okay. Asgard. Okay. And you're like, no, you're fucking not. So, And he, you're like, look, you don't seem like that bad a guy, but you've not stopped saying you're Thor from Asgard since you got here. She's obviously falling for you, and you're crazy. Mm-hmm. So get out of here, you grift. But first we're going to order two Boilermakers. I like, I, well, because I well, think he likes him. He's yeah, like, I yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, no, he's, he's, he's the And he gets the research back. Yes. And there's a very weird scene where they're both like drinking these large beers and it's like this, they're like looking at each other. Do you know nothing of Norse culture? I know. Like what? It's like a contest to chug. Yeah. They're like, and and he's Norse. I felt like that was like, he's like, I'm going to get this big ale and he starts drinking and then and uh, Thor's, okay. and Thor's just going to, and they're like, oh, okay, we're okay. having a chug off. Okay. So this is the part of the podcast where I say, so, you know, obviously I listen to a lot of metal music and they love Norse culture. They sure do. And I think that shit is the corniest shit ever. <laughs> there's a, there's a Viking metal band called Amon Amarth 
I love a monomark. They suck. Oh, I think, wait. Do I love them? Are they the one with the lady singer? No, 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 no. Oh, that's Nightwish. I, I think all of that, like, I think Viking culture is cool, but I think metalheads using it is the dorkiest shit ever. Oh, it's super dorky. Because I got into... Of course they love I got shit. into metal because... Yeah, it's like axes and ravens. That shit is so lame. That shit is so lame. Like, power metal. Like, I'm the wings of a dragon! Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I love that shit. I want to hear Fred Durst talk about some Lily who broke his heart. I want to no. listen to people sing about how they're flying on the wings of dragons through the blood rain to the Viking fjords oh. of Valhalla. That shit's hilariously dorky. I got into metal because I identify with the anger. I didn't get into it because I liked D&D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like D&D. Okay, The great. only metal I've ever listened to is that kind of crap. Yeah. Nightwish, yeah. Amonomarth. Um, what are the other ones? I've actually seen Amonomarth. They have one song. You know what's funny is like I've been to like Warp Tour and stuff. Really? Yeah. Who's your favorite Warp Tour band? Oh, I went to see Disturbed. They were like, dude. All right. They, like loved that band. I've seen Disturbed live three times. They put on a good show. I like Disturbed. They put on a good show. Corny as fuck. Oh god, yeah. But like when he does, he I, I remember I saw him in in uh, Camden, and he was like, he was like, Philadelphia area. Are you? Down with the sickness. And then the drum started. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I was like. Can you do it? Ooh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Dude. It's so painful. I don't know how yeah. he does it. Yeah. He's, he, could, he could get it. Him and Chris Hemsworth could double team me. Who else did I see? I saw Mammoth. And uh, I forget who else was there. Wait, what's dis- the one with Disturb- like nine? Disturbed played Warp Tour. Yeah, in like Connecticut or something, oh. or maybe the Monster. Did you see Slipknot? Do they have nine people in there? Who's the band? What's the metal band with like nine? It's Slipknot. Oh, then I saw Slipknot. Really? I think so. I've never seen Slipknot. I it was like Mammoth, Disturbed, and a band with like nine people, like two keyboardists and like two bassists and. It was like a oh, weird really? amount of people on it, but they were like super crazy famous. Wow. So I don't remember who they were. I mean they were they were the, the headliners. Oh, okay. So like whoever yeah. they were, they were more famous than disturbed. Wow. Hey, if we left because we wanted to get out early. Really? Oh, were you a paramedic at these? No, no, that I just I just went. I, I liked disturbed and like all my friends oh, were nice. metal. I like grew up where all my friends were like in a metal band and like You never told me this shit. You made it sound like the other day you were like, yeah, I don't listen to any pop I don't. music. I don't, I don't know what music. music is. I have like a weird relationship with music because I am so sensitive and music, like, if I hear a new song, I have like an overreaction to it. Like, I'll cry probably. Really? What's the last song that made you cry? I, whatever the last song I listened to. Like, I... What was that? I'm trying... Uh, well, this week is... Wait, wait, wait. Did it this go... This week it has been uh, Taylor Swift. Did it go, I'm blue, I'm a I'm a This week, I have only listened to the song Story of Us by Taylor Swift. Is it good? I... Uh, yeah, I like it. I I will take a song and I will listen to one song on over repeat... and over? Until I get bored of it. And I'll listen to it hundreds of times. When I say that I'm pretty sure I'm on the spectrum, these yeah. are the reasons why. Like, because I stim really hard when I listen to music and I, I like get so much energy and stuff, but it's like, um, it's a lot. It's like whatever, if it's a sad song, I'm miserable. And if it's a happy really? song, I get really energetic. But I, 
I don't have like good music literacy. I can't like remember the name of a song. But it's weird because if you start to play a song, I know all the words and I can sing along. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me about the song, I don't know anything about it. You don't know the it. name or who does I'm it. I'm like a parrot. I'm like, wow. I gotta, I'm like a jukebox. If you start, I'll be like, I know this. Okay, here we go. Nice. But yeah, so I have like a weird relation. That's why I don't want to listen to like angry, screamy, yelly music because because <sighs> I, I don't, and I'll be angry. Because then it'll, yeah. And it'll just like infest me with their, also, I hate noise and it'll really like noise. I like like clean, uh, vocal driven journey. Uh, like for me, I'm like I, I mostly listen to women power ballads. Like like what Bonnie Tyler wow. and um, Faith Hill and oh what's what's her name? She does the um, Celine Dion. Oh, I listen hell to yeah. a lot of Celine Dion. Wow, like so much more Celine Dion. You're down his. with the Dion. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, complete aside, I'm in <laughs> Afghanistan, it's Ramadan, we're teaching an Afghan National Army medic medicine so that he can help his guys, we're sitting in like a bee hut with him, and we're we're finishing up for the day, and he's like, would you like a treat? And we're like, um, okay, like not really knowing where this is gonna go, and he we- they have a VCR, and he puts in a tape... And it's Celine Dion playing <laughs> Africa. What? And, and it's just me and my other American uh, medic just sitting in a hut with three <laughs> Afghan men that we barely understand watching Celine Dion in concert. Oh. And they're just like, isn't this great? And we're <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess. This yes. is what you guys like? And they're like, we love Yes. Celine Dion. And I was like, <laughs> that's so fucking, great. I wish she knew this. Oh, she does. She does. <laughs> I want Celine Dion to know that, like, she's, she's bringing fucking, cultures together. She, that's how we solve Afghanistan. Yes, with some Celine Dion. With some Dion. Celine Dion. Damn. I, it was such a fucking experience (laughs) like you know i don't i it's that was one of the most surreal moments in a very surreal year of just like fucking what (laughs) (laughs) just her power balloting on the on the tv and they're just like just the the look of joy on their faces oh my god of these people that i like had such a different expectation it was like it was a, a very humanizing moment that I appreciate. Dude, maybe that's a cultural tradition. That's how they end every social <laughs> gathering. <And laughs> with, now, a, with a VHS of Celine like a Dion. 1995. <laughs> and not even like, it was like a documentary about her tour through Africa. <laughs> it wasn't just like a concert. It was like, so she was, it like was behind like a, the scenes wow. and like people talking about her. Dang, I wonder if we could find this on YouTube. Oh, I hope. Oh my God. God, Celine, if you're out there, Celine, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, first of all, big fan. Yeah, um, if you want to come on and do an interview, dude, that would be that would be insane. If we got an interview with Celine, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. Could you imagine? Someone's like, I'm sorry, you're doing you're doing what tomorrow? <laughs> oh yes, I I uh, I found this podcast. It's it's these two idiots. <laughs> I talk about movies Star for too Wars. long. 
movies I've never seen and don't care about. And I decided to take time out of my millions and millions of dollars per per hour world tour to, to talk about um about this time that one of them was was a he was a, an American soldier. I'd be like, although to be fair, uh, Ryan Reynolds was like, "Hey, do you want to um, perform in Deadpool 2? And the music video of that makes me like break down. Like it's so fucking good. Wait, what? Celine Dion wrote and composed, and or I don't know if they wrote it for, her, but she has a song called Ashes in. Uh, it's, really? It's, it's the like the song of Deadpool 2, like the title. It was like he wanted to do like a Bond thing. Where like the oh, movie opened. she did that. That's like, her the opening. Yeah. Oh, Celine Dion. And, and he's like, and he's Drake. Oh. But there's a music video of like her performing it in concert. That's and, her. And he's like mocking her for oh, going too my hard. God. And he's like, listen, you're at like a ten. This is Deadpool two. I need you to bring it down to like a six. Wow. I didn't know that was and Celine. She, yeah. Yeah, you got Celine Dion. Damn. So like maybe maybe maybe, maybe she okay. be down. Let we're gonna we're gonna set our intention, okay? Dude, shoot for the moon. Shoot At, for the moon. Speaking of the moon, it was Cancer Moon Rising, and oh. we're both cancers. <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? July sixteenth. Oh right. Yeah, you're the guy with the birthday a week after mine. Yep. That's I don't know. I don't know. If... Podcast over. It's just two cancers. Yeah. Is that our? our did you know that the uh, England? Did a study of all of their married couples and found that none of it matched to horoscopes. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. Dude, I had that TikTok where I was like, I think horoscopes are bullshit. And then all these people were like, you're not doing it the right way. Me, 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 me. I don't know who wrote this, but I subscribe to the belief that pretty much everything, horoscopes, magic, uh, religion, is just uh, your conscious mind's uh, way of giving permission to speak with the subconscious. Exactly. So horoscopes are all meaningless trash. Mm-hmm. But the way that you interpret it, what stands out to you? You read a thing and it's like tomorrow. You like whatever you take away from it. That's is, your that's your uh, subconscious, subconscious speaking through this uh, generic nonsense. You know who, tarot cards. It's, it's all. You know who developed the idea of the subconscious? Oh God! If it's Freud, Freud. Ah, your boy Freud. God, if he wasn't dead. (laughs) All right, where were we? That was a. um... So they're in the bar, and then he has like a his cutesy scene where he's like, he goes and finds Jane, and they they sit Mm. on the roof, and she's like, "I am unabashedly in love with you," and he's like. Here, let me flirt with you using magic. Yeah, and he draws the world tree. Which what I you was call cute. science, and I call magic. Where I'm from, they're one and the same. Yggdrasil. Yeah, I I thought one of the themes of this movie was the intersection of uh, science and religion. Which, and, I mean, you know, we all know that shit. <laughs> I I believe that eventually spirituality and and science will meet. In the really? middle. That's what I believe, yeah. I believe that spirituality is just... Okay, like, science... Like I, th- One of the things you gotta remember is, like, science doesn't make stuff up. It just observes how our reality functions. Tests hypothesis. I mean, they invent stuff. But they invent stuff by understanding... It's just... Science is just a bunch of people got together, observed a phenomenon, and then agreed with one another that that uh, phenomenon continues to happen. That's yeah. what, I mean, that's the scientific method, right? Like, I think gravity works because blank. 
And then other people go, I'm going to use your saying, I'm going to try to, to prove you wrong. And then they can't. And then you come to a consensus. This is how gravity works. And like, I think that we just don't have the capability to understand spirituality yet. I think for me, part of spirituality and faith, because a lot of people are like, like, I'll never forget. My dad has a friend who's like an atheist. And I asked him once, I said, why don't you believe in God? And he said, I just need, I just need some proof. And I, I think I realized then that like part of faith is that there is no proof. It, it, part of it is that it doesn't make sense. My problem with that though is my spirituality is largely based off of uh, it. Uh, I did a whole bunch of mushrooms and saw yeah. a bunch of stuff and that made me feel better about dying. <laughs> like I, I did a bunch of mushrooms and I was like, oh, that's how everything works. And I don't remember all of it, but now whenever I'm just like, oh God, death, I'm like, nah, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. So like I have my enough proof for me. Which is that <laughs> mushrooms give you mushrooms the ability to see. Mushrooms are fun, yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, that's, that's enough for me. Um, I also think that this is largely a simulation, sort of. Not in like the Black Mirror way, but like uh, enough. That I, I think that it'd be like video game characters trying to prove the real world exists from within the video game. Like it's largely impossible that's my view of like science isn't able to observe how reality or why reality because it's in reality. Yes. So yes. like of course it can't view if there are other levels. Although we're starting to. I think we proved the existence of alternate dimensions recently. Uh, the the woman I'm seeing uh, said uh, she was t talking to me about dark matter. That's not at all what I was talking about, but sure, okay. go on. All right. I don't know. And then she talks a lot about Baudrillard. <clears throat> Dark matter? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to sound smart uh, here. Uh, a large hadron collider. Uh, what? Were you going to go with boson particles? Higgs boson No, I was going to say Baudrillard, the French philosopher, talked about simulacra and all that shit. Oh, did he? Yeah. I don't know what any of it means, but I think, no, part of it is one of the underlying concepts is that Reality is just, it's completely arbitrary and defined by human beings. And there's no, it's impossible to agree on any shared underlying concepts to it. Like you were talking about with science, where it's like a bunch of people come together and be like, yeah, gravity exists. You can't do that with reality. Yeah. Uh, that's why I liked his, his little speech. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I, I, it's magic to you. Because that's like the theory of like, it's such advanced technology that it functions like magic. Yeah. Like, is his hammer magical or does he have some crazy technology mm -hmm. that's so advanced that it just like, you know, lightning and, and it's a neutron star or whatever. I actually really like this part of the movie. I do too. So. I like that concept. Yeah. I feel like it could have been done poorly, but they managed to do it pretty well. They also have good chemistry in that scene. He's oh. kind of smiling while he while he draws the tree, and, and she's just staring at oh, him. She's I want her to look at me like that. Oh, oh my god! And who, which of us is the lonely one? She just her <laughs> her face reminds me of of the girl I'm seeing. Aww. Yeah. You hear that, Rebecca? Yeah. Uh, her name's Kelly. Okay. You hear that, Rebecca? <laughs> 
I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry if this brought out feelings in me. Kevin, and I'm a romantic deep down. Kevin, okay? Kevin, take out that part about Rebecca. <laughs> That's a joke. Don't. Don't take it out. The joke is that I call... Get it? Because I'm rude. You know, it's funny because I, I, I make a big point out of yelling about pronouns, but I never get people's actual names correct. Oh, yeah. Because, uh... You know what sucks about, like... So, I'll meet someone and I don't know what their pronouns are. So, I'll be like, well, if I just refer to them by their name, then I could skirt that issue. And then it's like, what the fuck is their name? Oh, I have gotten very good over very many years of learning how to speak at people and never having to know their name or pronouns. Really? If you just speak in a direct manner, you can get around. Like how? Give me an example. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good to see you. You look nice. I don't have to use pronouns. What if, okay, what if we were talking about someone who's standing in the corner? I would usually go with, oh, well, I mean, you know, pronouns aren't that hard. I could just look or go with they, that, you know, oh, them, them over there. What if I was like, what's, what's that person got? In their... Oh, I guess it is pretty easy. It is. It's super easy. And it's also easy to get people's attention. You go, oh, hey! <laughs> hey, you! Hey, hey, you! Hey, you! All right, you... What's up, pal? What's up, friend? Oh, hello. What about dude? Dude's good. I like dude. Dude's pretty, like, non-specific. Dude's pretty... It's pretty... My dad... I used to go with loser a lot. Like, I'd be like, what's up, losers? But I feel like that's, that's... aggressive. Come on. Stop being an aggressive male, okay? How dare you misgender me? <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, uh, they have that cutesy scene, and it's kind of it's kind of it, adorbs. Yeah, I kind of fell in love with both of them. And then, uh, what? How do we? Uh, uh, I wrote Aries is binge eating, but uh, I guess Volstag. Yeah, and um, Aries is a Greek god. I know, but I thought I, it was the first name I could fucking think of. Sorry. Wow. How? I hope you. Have a great life. So, uh, they all go to Earth. This oh, one, the Warriors 3. Go yeah. to, uh, 4. And, and with Sif, Idris whatever. Elba is like, well... Are you going yeah. to go against your king? Yeah. And defy him and go to Earth? And they're like, yeah! And he's like, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks off. And it, part of those were like... It kind of reminded me of like... You know, Idris Elba and all of them are like, we're sworn to this king. But he's a really shitty king. Uh-huh. And it reminded me of the U.S. where they're like, we're sworn to the president, but he's a really shitty president. You're saying that Loki is... Donald Trump. Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blue. Yeah, it's kind of like, I guess he is the king. And so what you're the... saying is that Thor... Is an allegory for the Iraq War. Yes, that Earth is Iraq. He wants to fuck his mom. There was a. <laughs> I, I wrote. I, I put an exclamation. Um, Colson mentions Afghanistan. And yeah, I, I wrote that down. I felt too. a little trill, and I was like, "Oh, my, Pat, he yeah, must be. Like, oh, he's so excited." Like, where, where'd you learn this? Chechnya, <laughs> something else. Sarajevo, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I was like, oh, I've been oh, there. Did you learn this watching a VHS of Celine Dion in Afghanistan? <laughs> yes, how did you know that? Alright. No, but so here's here's I can't the, think of a single Celine Dion song. My heart will go on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no I did we just get I just wanna get 
to one of my favorite lines in the movie. So the Warriors three, they go to Albuquerque. They're walking down the street. And then there's two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents up on the roof. And they're like, what's going on? I don't know. Let's call this in. And then he's like, listen, we got two elves and Jackie Chan. And I was was like, that's racist, but it's also kind of funny, but it's also kind of problematic. You didn't pick up on that? I heard it, but I just like didn't. I didn't put that much thought to it, but that is kind of, yeah, that's it's, pretty bad. It's funny. No, 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 wait, he's, a, he's a, like, I forget what he called the other two. He had I don't funny remember. nicknames he, for them. He was like Legolas and, or maybe Robin Hood. Oh yeah, Robin Hood, Legolas, and Jackie Chan. He had some other name, I forget what he said. But. Oh, that was great. Then the I just, hope that you're wrong and he didn't say Jackie said. No, I hope he said I, like Bruce Lee and no, you're no. getting it wrong. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. He wrote he said Jackie. Because you're racist. So then the destroyer comes. It, the destroyer. And there's a great scene where he's just like walking past a 7-Eleven gas station. I loved when he lands and all the shield agents are like, ugh. Yeah. Is this one of Starks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I don't know. He doesn't tell me anything. And I like when he's like, come on out. And the face starts to come back. And Coulson goes, here we go. And he goes, Burr. And they're like, oh, fuck. And they all run. Um, he the just, Destroyer is pretty cool. I don't. He's I remember so not liking it when really? I first saw it. I thought it was kind of boring. But seeing it now, I'm like, it was, this is pretty it cool. It was cool. I kind of wish it had come back at some point. Yeah, me too. It, it definitely, because like you had talked about, you know, in the hero's journey, you need the dragon. Yes, I was def- I was thinking how he's the dragon. He's to the Loki's. dragon. He. Oh, okay. Oh no, this is my other favorite part. So the destroyer, he's destroying the town. They try fighting him, and then the warriors three. The warriors three. They, all their entire strategy yeah. involves throwing one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. And so then the destroyer. Oh wait, there was this right before that. Thor goes to the Warriors 3 and he's like, I am mortal mm-hmm. and I'll just be in the way. And if, if I want to help, I'm going to get the people out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was like, that is, I want to talk about that after you have okay. your point. I, I just, I need to talk about this. So they're in the battle. The destroyer basically backhands Thor and he goes flying into a car and you think he's dead. And Natalie Portman starts crying and runs towards him. And I paused the movie because Natalie Portman is wearing a t-shirt in this scene. I, I tweeted it earlier. I will find it on the War Porn Podcast Twitter. She is wearing... Okay. Okay, hold on. Boy, this is going great for you. No, no, no. This is, this is amazing. You need to see this. Wait, no. It's from my Twitter. Fuck. Keep going. Keep you pretending I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm hilarious. Okay, here we go. She is wearing a t-shirt. Boy, you tweet a lot. <laughs> with a smiling sunshine that's wearing multicolor pants. Oh my god. It's the most ridiculous t-shirt and it's the most serious scene in the movie. <laughs> and it's a fucking t-shirt from Lululemon with a smiling sun that has rainbow pants and on. And he's got his feet all kicked and out like a 1920s cartoon. Up. And look at her face. She's like, oh my god, I know, Thor. she looks so upset. Like, who the 
fuck was like, okay, this is a very important scene. Like your your love interest is about to die. Oh. And um, by the way, that t-shirt you're wearing, uh, we're going to switch it out for a smiling son with rainbow pants on it. I just, it, it distracted, it ruined the whole movie for me. Put Tic Tac back on. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. That, that looks hilarious. <laughs> I, when you were starting this since you were like, I paused the movie and she was wearing this t-shirt. I was like, is this going to be like a cleavage thing? No. Look at this no. down shirt shot. I don't shot. care. I don't care. I'm not a douche. Well, not in that way, at least. It, 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 it just. That is a ridiculous looking shirt. Yeah. I didn't notice it. And it's like. You hundreds of millions of dollars are made put into making this movie, and no one on set was like, "That shirt is not appropriate for the emotional interaction you two are about to have." So we're gonna switch it out for a plain white T-shirt. Nope. It's amazing. It amazes me. So, I need to know this. I want to hunt down the director of this film specifically to ask him why was she wearing that T-shirt in that scene. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about, about Thor. Else. I, I don't just, care about the mythology. What comes was the thought process? The fucking t-shirt between the pants, son. <laughs> the pants, son. The sun pants. I I just I don't know. I don't know. It jumped out to me. So I'm glad you. So what were you gonna it. say about like saving people or whatever? Well, I I thought that was really first of all it it touched me because it's like he was a warrior. I mean, he's still gonna be a warrior, but like he's like I can't be a warrior anymore. But I can still help people. And right. I'm like, oh, that touches me in my heart. Because that's what I try to do. Yeah. Um, although I was always a medic and never, you never know, according to that one guy on Twitter, a warrior. <laughs> yeah. Because I haven't shot anybody. Thor's never shot anybody. Is he not a warrior? Yeah. I really want to hunt that guy down and be like, in the movie Thor. <laughs> Why is Natalie Portman wearing <laughs> a sun, sun t-shirt? With multicolored pants. <laughs> And why do Afghan medics love Celine Dion? VHS copies of Celine, Celine Dion. On a tour through Africa. It's so funny. Specifically Africa. <laughs> Afghanistan's not in Africa. Hey, what if like every like high-level national security meeting ended with a VHS copy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, we're going to be breaking for lunch. Uh, Secretary of Defense, do you have the? T- of course, I do. <laughs> Never you are. So and everybody just sits there in, in, in pensive silence, so, and they just smile no, you and know, like nod. You know the famous photo of Obama when he's watching them kill Bin Laden. <laughs> He's not watching that. He's watching a VHS copy of Celine Dion. When when Osama Bin Laden was killed by SEAL Team 6, he was watching TV. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was watching, watching a VHS, VHS copy of, of Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. It was actually the same copy that I watched. Oh my I had one God. VHS copy removed oh from, my God. from <laughs> Afghanistan National Treasure. I don't Dude. think that's rude. I don't think they want that. No. Wow. Wow. Way to make it racist. <laughs> Is anyone still listening? People are impressed by my head voice. Pat, uh, that was a hell of a run. Yeah. <laughs> I, to- I can sing. I just don't. Uh, Yo, we got to get you to sing. We're going to do a musical episode. <laughs> oh, I like the part where, where Thor walks up and he's like, Loki, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. These people have done nothing <coughs> yeah. wrong. 
take me. And then he just backhands. Yeah, him. yeah. It's like, fuck, Loki. <laughs> Jesus. It was great. I thought it was really great. Do you think my dog has been sitting in my bedroom? I, I heard just painfully like, why do they keep saying my yeah. name? And I can't run to them. <laughs> I I did hear her whimper a little bit like half an hour ago. But Are you kidding? Just like a little like, Burp. Well, now I gotta she's check fine. on her. She's fine. I'm sure I gotta she's check fine. on her. Oh, are you okay? Oh, she's sleeping. She is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked shocked. All right. What was I talking okay, about? Okay, so oh, so Thor dies and gets resurrected. Yeah, as he, is the hero's journey. He sacrifices himself, and thus doing so achieves. And then again, divinity. we get to see uh, Odin, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, yeah. whispering into a hammer. Yeah. Um, be whoever worthy. Then I, 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 like I said, I, I didn't really, I kind of zoned out during the action sequences, but somehow him and Loki get shot back up to the rainbow road. Well, he, well, he gets his hammer and he turns into Thor and he and kills the destroyer. I, I really like when Natalie Portman, so he's turning into Thor and like little chunks of armor are mm-hmm. flying out from nowhere and he's getting, cause for whatever reason, Thor always magically dons his costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're all watching, and she just goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, th- I, I, I realize that I don't think anyone in a Marvel movie has ever said, "Oh my god!" And I think because he is a god, and there was like a religious context to it. Do you think that's why, or no? They make a they make a joke about it in the Avengers. What? What's the joke? Uh, Black Widow goes. These are literally gods, and mm-hmm. then Captain America goes. There's only one god, ma'am, and I don't think he dresses like that. And he jumps at the back oh. of the plane. Oh, uh, good old Judeo Christian Captain. Good old Judeo Christian Cap. No, they talk about. I think there's probably something in the Cap movie about God or or oh God or something. I don't know. Is Cap secretly like a conservative? <laughs> Christian conservative. Let's not. Let's not make me go down that road. Well, like, oh, like well, a, you know, I did. Uh, he'd be a 1940s conservative. No, oof. he's pretty fucking progressive. How? Some people. Well, he like has a black best friend. <laughs> oh, okay. He does. Pass- you know who else has a black best friend? Donald Trump. He passes the. Cap- Ever heard of Herman Cain? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He passes the mantle down to, to Falcon. When he had a, a white man just standing there, ready to take it. I need more than just a symbolic gesture. Like, where does he stand on, like, socialized medicine? Uh, He's probably against it. You think Captain America is against socialized like, medicine? like, no! You, you gotta work! <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a, I did read a fan fiction about, a, like, the... It was, a, like, a press... A, what's it called? When you, like, run someone's Twitter... Tignataro. No, like if you're if you're a famous person and you hi- a publicist. Oh, okay. It was like Captain America's publicist, and he was like violently alt right. Oh, like, really? She just had to like keep that under wraps. That's and it, funny. And it was a very funny um, fan fiction. Uh, so so that this scene where he fights the destroyer is over. It's only like a t like very his, short. Yeah, yeah, he gets his powers. He flies up into the air, creates a tornado, brings the destroyer up, and beats it with the hammer. Yeah. And and it's like yep. Thor is stronger than it's. There's not even a moment where you're like, "Oh, he's struggling." His fight with Loki himself is way more intensive. But that's because it's all like internal, because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to hurt his brother. And mm-hmm. I think I like that this movie has this character 
that's like uber powerful, but all of the conflict is internal. Yes. Because he like he loves his brother and he doesn't want to hurt him and his brother's going crazy. So anyway, the, he goes to, goes back to Asgard. They're fighting on the Rainbow Road. On the Rainbow Road. Well, he, Loki brings a bunch of frost giants in to kill his father. Mm-hmm. And I was actually kind of pissed because they go in the room and Frigga draws a sword and kills one of them, but then just sort of gets backhanded. Are you talking about Thor's mom? Thor's mom. And I was like, that's Frigga. Like, she's a god in her own... She's, like, a a very powerful god. And she's, like, a a sorceress and was raised by witches. And it's like... I was like, I don't... I don't like that you just sideline Frigga. Like, no. No. She's, like, one frost giant. You're telling me Thor can take out hundreds of frost giants. And his mom's just like, I'm weak. It's like, she's the daughter, or I mean, the wife of the All-Father. Like, like the greatest... Um, excuse me, but the All-Father is her husband. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was pissed. I was like, I, no. So, this that, is so that bothered you, but the Jackie Chan comment went unnoticed? <laughs> Talk about intersectionality, okay? Yeah, I guess I care more about women than... Oh, boy. Why do you do this to me? Oh, dude. Do not. You're do right. Not. I I found. Uh, <laughs> why did you have to make it racist for me to notice feminism? So I, because <laughs> that's what I do. That's wh- that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. I actually um, last night I started reading. My therapist gave me a book called Misogyny. You can't read. It's called Misogyny, and it was talking about how in the Greek Roman tradition. I just realized she's not dead. Why isn't she just queen? Odin Odin. passes out. Oh, it goes into the Odin sleep. And Loki's like, I'm king now. Well, you got a queen. Frigga's still around. I think you're pointing out the toxic masculine, the male gaze. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like, uh, women. (laughs) (laughs) And being sidelined. Okay. Being sidelined. Okay. Does this, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? No. Oh no! There's got to be a scene where <clears throat> two, is there a two scene, women? Talk? Was there a scene where Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings have a conversation that isn't about Thor? Isn't there a scene where Kat Dennings is like, I uh, she makes like a quip or something? And I think there's a singular joke where two women communicate and it isn't about a man. I think it technically passes. <laughs> but I think if it's not about Thor, it's about the old guy, Skarsgård. No, she makes like a joke or something about. Uh, like, Kat Dennings has, like, a, a, I don't remember what, it was, like, a really throwaway joke about, like, college or something. Yeah. Or, like, not understanding <clears throat> quantum physics. I don't know, because they are really not, like, the movie starts with them hitting Thor with the car. But there's a scene where they're, like, on the roof or something, and, and they're trying to, they're, like, <sighs> maybe, do you, she was, right she's, after... like, she's, like, look, look, Nat, I think, she's, like, look, Natalie, a storm. Or whatever her name is. She's like, yeah, but is the storm male? Ooh. <laughs> Aren't all storms? I'm just, I'm just being men. No, they're all named after women. Not all of them. Like Katrina. Are you kidding? Hurricane Charles. Wait, I've never heard of Henry. That. Hurricane Henry. What about what about what was the one that Sandy? Sandy can be. There are male Sandy Koufax, but also Dude, there like are definitely like Sandy tons of from male Greece. Hurricane Michaels. I've Her- never heard of that. You're just making stuff up. You literally only remember two hurricanes. I okay. think the one's this name year. name a third hurricane. Hurricane Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> hurricane Bernie 
Hurricane Obama. Okay, all right. Hurricane. I was Hugo. They alternate genders according. Do they to the really? Chat. Yeah, that's a common thing. Wow. How do these people know this shit? It's just that the women are more vindictive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, you're gonna you're gonna have to live with that. Men one. care about America more, which is why male named hurricanes do less damage. Um, I wrote that. Uh, why are they all white names? <coughs> Uh, what constitutes a white name? Hugo. <laughs> Alright, fine. They're all Eurocentric, Anglo-Saxon, Katrina. They had some weird names. I want like a Hurricane Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Barack. Barack H. Okay, I don't, I don't want to make this super racial, but I really okay. think it'd be funny to watch... Some, like, racist southern town talking about Hurricane, like... No, no, Obama! Hurricane Obama! Fucking Obama's Yeah, coming. this town was perfectly fine until, until Obama, Obama came. came and, and like, just, yeah, we get it, you don't like him. No, the hurricane! Hurricane <laughs> Obama! I want to see this hurricane. Obama took my calves! <laughs> Trump would demand to see its birth certificate. Harvey. Oh, someone's saying Harvey. I guess Harvey's Harvey's right. kind of a, a Jewish name. Is Harvey? Yeah, okay. But there's also Steve Harvey. 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 Get... Harvey, your mush is getting cold. <laughs> Hurricane... Hurricane Hurricane Shaniqua? Shaniqua. Hurricane yeah. Beyonce? Hurricane... Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> um, Hurricane Yamanika. Nice like Yamanika Sanders? Yeah, I like that name. Yamanika? That's a nice Yamanika. name. Yamanika. Yeah. I like how you did a little head thing. I don't know. I'm it's a musical. It's a musical It is a name. very musical name. It's a musical name. <laughs> By the way, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't be racist because I'm non-binary. Okay, yeah. Um, because, yeah. I can because I'm Jewish. <laughs> He's actually um, always racist. I'm a Jew. Because I'm a all... racist Jew. What can I say? This... Wow. I don't even know what parts of this episode we're going to take out. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Zach, I, I mean... I feel like we just... We're just, like, going for it now. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely problematic. Va- no, we're we're fine, right? I have, right, guys? I don't know Guys, anymore. have we said anything that crossed the line? <laughs> Sorka, Beth, I, I need your input here. You're fine. Okay, all right. Let, let's just add. And like, and, and it's not not just they don't maybe maybe some Asian names like Hurricane Juan. Wait, that's Mexican. Oh, it's like a Hurricane Jin, maybe. Oh my! I guess that's more Japanese. Hurricane Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> a Hurricane Z or Zin or Poe or or is Ping Poe? Poe is a, a very common Chinese po? name, I think. Yeah. Like Star Wars Poe? I mean, that's a different spelling. Or like Dan. I watched Pat. I watched Parasite last is night. Is Ping a common name? Or is that from Mulan? <laughs> was her name Ping? I never saw Mulan. Lee Ping? Or, or Lee? Why not a Hurricane Lee? Oh, I think we've had a Hurricane Lee. Yeah, we've not an L.I. Hurricane L-I. Lee, Harvey Oswald. Or Hurricane Wong. Who do we write about this? How do I get <laughs> more racially diverse... Dear Weather Channel... Dear People who name the hurricanes. Yeah, I... I well, want, like, a hurricane, um... I'm trying to think of... Hurricane myths. they, them. How about, like, a hurricane Juan? Juan? I, I feel like we've had a hurricane Juan. Have we? Did, cause, 
Because they've given them like... What's like a lady Mexican name? <laughs> oh That's just terrible. I, is that terrible? Like so, a woman who is from Mexico. A Latinx name. What is like if you were... Uh, what is like a, 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 a Hispanic lady name? Maria. I guarantee you've had a hurricane. Hurricane Maria? Maria? That sounds like we've had a... Wasn't that a, a, a Rob Thomas, Carlos Santana song? Oh, so I li- Rosa? A Rosa's a yeah. good one? I like a Rosa? Rosario. Rosario? Hurricane Rosario? Yeah. Dawson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was an unnecessary yeah. aside. No, I'm loving it. I think that we were the opposite of racist because we're advocating for yes. more... Yes. You know... There are American hurricanes yeah. and those and Native American. Let's get some Native American hurricanes, maybe. Actually, you know what? Maybe it's good that the things that destroy America are all named after white people. Okay, so alright. If it should be named after Republicans. It, so Hurricane Mitch. Hurricane Pence. Hurricane Pence. I'm actually coming around. I no longer want hurricanes with the names. Of the people you, you they're want, most impacted you, yeah, by. You want them to be named after the bad guys like Matt. I would actually like it to go even further and I want them to be like whiter names. So like I want Chad. it to be like Brett. <laughs> Brett. And like Hayden. Hayden. Kale. Hurricane <laughs> Carl. Oh. No, nah, no, Carl, Carl could be. Yeah, I just yeah. thought of the Simpsons. Carl from the Simpsons. Well he's black. Yeah. Right? I was saying Carl's not always uh, a white name. Okay, okay. But like Bryce. Bryce, yeah. Brandon with a Y. Brandon. Brayden. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Eh, that could be. What are like, That's like a white lady name? Douchey Newey. Carol. Karen. Have we had a Karen? Karen? Yeah, come on. Hurricane Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Karen for sure. Hurricane, Hurricane Karen would come in, but before he came in, it'd be like, I'd like to speak to the manager. I would like, <laughs> I would like to speak to the manager of New Orleans, okay? Right. I think we brought it back around. I think we treaded out into dangerous waters, and then I think we saved it. Yeah. And not just I, out of the fear of being canceled. I was going to make a joke about how I'm Jewish and we control the weather, oh, no. but you know, you got to you got to feel it out. And this conversation out. is on topic because <laughs> Thor is the god of thunder. Yes. Ergo, he controls the weather. Yep. Ergo, this was he is brilliant. Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Thor and Loki sit down and watch Celine Dion on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> and then they they hug. He's like Loki. Can't you see? Why are you doing this? This is how we end every. This thing. is. Don't you know that this is how we settle disputes in Asgard? <laughs> all right, all right. Fine, you're the funny one. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh. oh my god. And her voice is so powerful, it destroys the rainbow bridge. So, uh, they're fighting. They're fighting. And I guess if you point the rainbow bridge at a planet, it'll it's the Death Star. Yeah, something like that. And whatever. And so Loki's like, I'm going to blow up that. And, the and ice planet. I like, they're fighting on the bridge and... Thor very casually leaves his hammer on Loki's chest. Yeah, well, and he's like, I "Damn you, Thor!" Yeah, and he's like squirming. He's like, "You, damn you!" 
It's very goofy looking. And then uh, Thor summons his hammer and he, he's breaking the bridge. And then I was like, oh, look, he has to choose between Jane and doing the right thing. And then Loki's like, you'll never see her again. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was implied. And then Thor's like, I'm sorry, Jane. I'm like, how many times do you have to remind us? Yeah. How stupid do you think we are? Yeah. And then I think there's like a shot of Jane. And she's like, oh, Thor? I and can it, feel it. And then it cuts back to Celine Dion in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, wherever you are. And then Loki, Loki T poses, and 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 Thor puts his hands under him, and they're at the front of the Titanic. Oh my god, I'm crying. It's so funny to just imagine you and some other American medic, and they're like staring at you. But you know when you like show someone something you really love? Yes, yes, and you, exactly. And it's like so important, so important to you that they love it too. And, oh, and, we, ex- and we're just like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is great. And we're like looking at each, and we're trying so hard not to laugh because it's like because we're like, oh my, oh my god, this is like, and they also brought us chai tea, but it's Ramadan, so they're fasting, oh. and they like made tea. For Just us. for you. And we're like, we don't want to impose. And it's like, but it's also rude to like to, deny to, them. You can't deny So we're like tea. sitting there like drinking their tea. Just being like, this is like a super. And in our heads, we're like, if we laugh at them, they're going to fucking oh, fight us. Like we're, gonna, like we're going to like start a war. So our Dude. hands are shaking. And we're like. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. And I'm like, Dude, when I tell you like I've never had to laugh harder. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was like, what are you. I have no idea what I was expecting when they're like, we're going to show you a video. But fucking Celine Dion was not what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. And we watched it for so long. Dude. For like two hours. Really? It was such a long documentary. Oh my god. That is... I almost want to join the army just to experience that. Oh my god. That's my biggest takeaway from <laughs> Afghanistan. That's what I learned is that I'm like, people are like, what did you learn about Afghanistan? Oh, they fucking love Celine Dion. <laughs> they love Celine over there. They, they're, they're big, they're, beyond, they're big Dion fans. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. And also, like, most of the ANA are, were in the Taliban at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know they're watching that shit. So that too. means that the Taliban. <laughs> Really, like almost with, oh with, with certainty, God. the Taliban. One of the things they like about America is is Celine they're like, Dion. They're like, okay, the Western imperialist dogs. We are on except Celine Dion. We are on holy jihad to wipe out every American, with one exception. <laughs> Even though she's French Canadian, I just need. I just. I hope that America has a. I hope that NATO. Has a contingency plan for, like, if the Taliban tries to kidnap her. Dude, okay, so remember last year when Trump tried to negotiate a truce with the Taliban and it fell through? I think it actually didn't. I think they went through. Really? I think he he did make an agreement to leave Afghanistan because he's the worst thing. I thought it fell through because they were like, where the fuck is Celine? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if you read 
a news report that was like Donald Trump offers Celine Dion to the Taliban dude, to end Afghanistan dude. war. It would. It, I would. I would fuck with that. Have <laughs> <laughs> I would fuck with that. Celine, I know. <laughs> This is difficult. I know you have a residency at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. But to save America. They send an Agent Coulson. We need you to go put on an Afghanistan tour. It's so funny. I wish I could think of any other song. Yeah, she really, I mean, outside of that one, like. No, she has so many and they're all bangers. Really? Yes, she's such a, a, a prolific and wonderful the artist. The name literally any other song. I told you I'm musically illiterate. I keep thi- I did name one, Ashes I, from Deadpool 2. I keep thinking of songs and they're all by Shania Twain. Oh my god, she was one of the, I think, maybe the first uh, thing I've ever seen in concert. Not oh, thing really? as in she's a thing, but like... You're calling perf- women things I meant, now. like, thing is in performance. Okay. Shania, my sister was obsessed with Shania Twain and she... Was like I saw her like the first thing, first performance I've ever seen live performance. I think is Shania Twain. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Let's go, girls. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. Hell yeah. That song uh, that don't impress me much. I performed Shania Twain in karaoke. That was one of really? the first songs I've ever performed. Wow. Yeah. Big gay. Dude, when are we gonna do a drag show <laughs> in your living room? <laughs> Oh. And it's just you <laughs> and me and Loki watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so do you have any final thoughts on this film? I wanted to talk about the war porn aspect. I really like that they get into a big dumb CGI mess battle and then there are very real consequences. Yeah. Like, like normally they're just like, yeah, movies are like, yeah, fuck yeah, disposable cannon fodder. Ugh. And in this movie they were like, yeah, let's go fight. And then it was like, hey, you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Not all war is justified, Thor. Mm-hmm. And I liked that Odin was like, a king prepares for war, but he doesn't want. Yeah. Like, I thought the messaging was very, even though the action was very like silly, silly pants. Mm-hmm. Thor whipping his his dong around. Yeah. <laughs> the hammer's his dong. Yeah. Basically. Now you're on board. Well, when he couldn't pick up his hammer. The whole thing is about impotence. Isn't and it though? It, it kind of, he he I mean, let's not So bring his it. father castrates him. Mhm. By sending him to earth and he meets this beautiful woman and he can't pick up the hammer and he's distraught. But the woman teaches him that to be able to pick up the hammer he has to like paradoxically to his warrior upbringing he has to become more sensitive and start caring about other people and by becoming a more compassionate human being he eventually is able to bring up the hammer which he then uses to kill his brother (laughs) <laughs> no he doesn't use it to kill yeah but Loki just gets knocked off and then let's go mm-hmm. but then in a, in a Judeo-Christian twist now that he finally can get an erection he has to sacrifice so that he can never have sex because sex is bad and evil and you can never have it I the ending of this movie is very um, dumb in retrospect because like in the very next movie 
he just shows up and they're like, how'd you get here? And he's like, uh, my dad used magic. <laughs> really? Yeah. In Avengers, he, or I, I yeah, because the Thor Dark World's after this, he shows up in the Avengers, he just appears and he's like, how? And he's like, Odin used the, the, the dark magic or the old magic or something like that. And it's just very hand waved away, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of, that's kind of dealt with in the Dark World. I never saw the Dark World. I We're heard, gonna, I'm gonna make you watch. I it. heard it got really bad reviews. It was just the worst Marvel movie. Oh, I. Kind it's of not a it. bad. It's really not a bad movie. It's just the least good Marvel movie. Is it boring? Not really. It's just the villain is super boring. But like Tom yeah. Hiddleston is a lot of fun, and it's post Avengers Tom Hiddleston. So like. He's, it's the fallout from him being like the, the the main antagonist, and like Jane goes to. It's also super consequential to Thor's character. They actually they go back to that movie in Endgame. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's all about the Reality Stone. It's just forgettable. It's fine. It's not a bad movie. It's just the least good of a very stellar batch of good movies. And what about Ragnarok? Best. It's so good. It's one really? of the best Marvel movies. Okay. It's Taika Waititi at his best. So do we have to watch The Dark World in order to get to Ragnarok? I think we should. I think I would like to keep following. I would like to do each of the trilogies and then do the... I guess we're not really doing them in order because we skipped uh, Avengers. Why don't we do all the Thors and then all the Iron Mans and then and, all the Avengers? Yeah. And then we'll have... Because uh, we, we're kind of taking their individual character arcs. Yeah. I don't like the Guardians. We could do the... Well, let's do all of them. The Guardians have three? They're about to. They uh, have two right now. Ant-Man has two. Guardians have two. Black Panther. Captain Marvel. I heard terrible things about Iron Man 3. It's actually one of the best ones. It's just... Uh, I don't think people... It has a huge twist that people hated. That's... I'm fine with. Okay, don't give it away. I won't. But, like, it's... It's a... Um, oh, I forgot the guy who wrote it. Or that directed it. But it's like... It's. I think it's the best one of the best one. Really? Iron Man Two is kind of a stinker. Is that the one with Mickey Rourke? Yeah, Iron uh, Man Two is just Iron Man Two might be the worst. Uh, it's between that and Dark World. Iron Man Two is just sort of treading water. Mm-hmm. He's. It's just kind of killing time until the Avengers. He just like he's sick and he he does a thing and it's just this. It, it's, it's a lot of retread. Okay. It's it kind of builds up the Avengers because it's talking about them a lot and it's like, but it. It's the weaker of the three for me. I actually think Iron Man 3 is really good. It, he has PTSD in it. It's uh, like a story about him overcoming... Wait, is he an alcoholic too? That's two. But it's not really gone. It, it's very service Oh, level. really? Okay. Because in the comics, he's like a raging <coughs> yeah. alcoholic. I, I, I also... I don't know if I want to get into it too much because we're kind of running long in the tooth. But I really... I've been getting a lot of pushback on my pages lately on TikTok and Twitter... Because I'll get insulted a lot. I'll go viral, people will insult me, and I'll post whatever they say and be like, hey, I'll make fun of them. I mock whatever they say about me. And I had a, a story I was telling you about where this woman got mad at me for a tweet, and we had a back and forth, and I reposted her tweets, and then she deleted her account. And some of my other followers were like, you shouldn't have done this. You should think about her mental health, and like you have a responsibility and a platform. And I, uh, I largely reject that. I reject that notion. I think that we should mock and shame bad behavior. So if you come onto a public forum and you say a bunch of bigoted, hateful, racist, anti-Semitic nonsense, other people should mock you for it. And if the consequences are you, you delete your platform, well, that's the consequences of your behavior. I'm more concerned with, like, trans kids taking their lives 
than I am with insulting a transphobe. Like, oh, but what if that transphobe is unstable? It's like, okay, well, he is directly contributing to the deaths of these trans kids. I care about them more than I... I think that's like the... Maybe the soldier in me is like, well, that you're the problem. I'm going to protect the innocent over the aggressor. Yeah, I think the thing is, though, with a lot of the people, I'll say this, a lot of people you're fighting with online, some of the people you fight with online, it's like, yeah, fuck those people. Like, fuck that clothing company. They can eat shit for all I care. <laughs> but this particular person, I feel like, Ultimately, you two were probably on the same side for the most part. And I mean, she she straight up like was like whatever you feel like pretending you are. So she was pretty transphobic. But do you think there was a way you could have approached her to maybe try to get her to like, I, I'm a big fan of when I get in arguments now, and, you know, I didn't always do this, but, like, trying to find common ground as a way to start a conversation so that... I don't want to have conversations. I hate this push for everyone to be Mr. Rogers and for all of us to be, like, really open and accepting and being like, oh, you've got bigoted... Like, there's... Okay, there's this guy. He's a black guy, and he spends a lot of his time sitting down and having conversations with the KKK. Mm-hmm. And he is gotten like a hundred people out of the KKK. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that guy. I am glad that he exists. But if he's a hammer, I want to be a screwdriver. I think that it's just as like, if there's some 14 year old out there who hasn't joined the KKK yet, but he sees people mocking it openly, constantly. And every time someone's like, well, screw you. Uh, maybe, and, and, and it's an immediate beatdown of that hateful ideology. Maybe he doesn't subscribe to that hateful ideology. Or if you mock... Like, that's what I like this movie. Odin shames Thor. And it's not until he's lost everything and is shamed to the point of not feeling worthy that he comes around and, and does some self-reflection. And I just think that, like, I want to bully bullies. I, I don't believe that, like, all bullying is wrong. I want to use their tools against them. I think that mockery... I don't think that mockery is, like, inherently bad. I don't think it's, like, a two wrongs make a right. I, I believe in the tolerance paradox, where if you allow tolerance to exist, or intolerance to exist, it will overcome society. I think that's why we got where we are today. I think that's why people feel emboldened to be racist and transphobic. And, and say bull... And, like, because they now believe that this is, like, a reasonable thing to be. That it's a, a matter of opinion. Well, like we've talked about before, the Overton window. Exactly. And I think the way to close that Overton window is that when someone comes out and goes, I don't know, I think that you're just... I think you just want to feel special with your pronouns. I'm going to mock the shit out of that guy. I don't want to sit down at the table and be like, well, don't you think... And I'll be like... Oh, this guy thinks that... Like, fuck that guy. Do you... Here's the thing, though, is I think... And this is just me personally that... And especially when it comes to the internet, you know, what you're talking about wanting to shut down that conversation, I completely agree with. But I think mocking or or bullying or going after a person, in my experience, most of the time, just further inflames them like 
do you think that this person who you you dragged in public, do you think right now they're sitting at home and are like, huh, you know, I've got a lot of thinking to do. I know. I don't care, though. But but here's the thing. is, I like, just want her to not post that shit on the internet. But go be a bigot <clears throat> alone in your house. But it, it's not... I, don't, I think you're thinking about this in too short a term. I don't think I'm going to solve bigotry with a clever turn of phrase. I want to show every person who follows me, if all 400,000 of my followers started to aggressively insult bigots, do you think they would be as loud? If every time a bigot posted something and got 40 people mocking them, do you think they would keep posting that shit? Or would they go... Like, they're going to go into their little insular communities... And they're going to close themselves off. And it's like, I don't know if we can, like, solve racism. In, like, some people are just shitty. And I want them to go away. And not feel like they have a place where they can speak their hateful ideology. And receive anything other than contempt. Yeah, but I think, for me, it's about how you address it. Because if if you... It, here, here's what I learned. I learned this a couple of years ago. Was if someone yells at you, if someone speaks to you in an abusive way, I've, I've, I, you know, my brother and my parents, is if they yell at you, the worst thing you could do is turn around and say, "Hey, well, fuck you too." What works for me is I say, "I don't appreciate being talked to like that," and I think it's very disrespectful. And if you want to talk to me, like, if you want to have a conversation with me, you're going to have to address and communicate with me in a very appropriate way. Because that does, all that does is instead of, so they're bringing you this storm of bullshit. And instead of generating your own storm of bullshit and throwing it back at them so that they can be like, oh, look at your storm of bullshit. All you're doing is putting a mirror in front of what a fucking asshole they're being. I don't think that, I think that you're... That I don't think that's what mockery is. I'm not that someone's like screw. You. I'm not like Ugh, screw you, transphobe. I'm taking what they are saying mm-hmm. and mocking the idea. So someone comes in and goes, "Oh, you're gonna get the vaccine, you sheep," and then I put in quotes. I don't believe in science, and I'm so terrified I have to insult other people as opposed to learning a damn thing. And I'll leave that comment. I'm mocking the idea that this person won't even do research, and then they come back like, "Well." You know, I read I read articles, and then I'd put in quotes like, I go on Facebook and read a meme and think that I'm the same as a virologist sent. Like, I'm not coming in and being like, fuck you, douchebag. Vaccines work and you're a piece of shit. That's not mockery. That's just needing... But if it's like in martial arts, they punch you and you turn the momentum of their attack against them. If someone's going to come in and be like... Oh, yeah, well, I think pronouns are stupid. You're an attack helicopter. And I just post it and I'll be like, these people have one joke and it isn't funny. And it's just, it mocks them. And it it mocks the, the I mean, I'll make fun of them for being dumb. But even that I try to stray away from. I try to mock their ideas. Mm-hmm. And like what they're saying. Not like, oh, screw you, your father or whatever. Or like, you bet your kids are going to hate you. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, your ideas are, are, are laughable and they're worthy of mockery. 
If you're going to say silly, like, oh, this RNA vaccine changes DNA. Another guy taking a cue from me was like, wow, I guess we don't have to work on CRISPR anymore because we've got this incredible new vaccine that's changing DNA. What a medical breakthrough. And they're like, and then I personally don't think it's, I, I don't know what your goal is. Your goal is to. My goal is to create an environment in which no one tolerates intolerance. Like, I want to set, I don't, I'm not saying I can, but I want to live by my, my belief that there can be no tolerance of intolerance. You can't hear their hateful rhetoric and go, I hear you. I don't appreciate what you're saying. Like, if someone comes in and just shouts the N-word, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know what? That's a very naughty word. It's like, they're not all children. But what about just i'm not saying also one has to exist without the other you can do that and i think people like you are necessary and useful what about just blocking and reporting these people rather than giving because them any attention at all i i because then they're just gonna find a new space to say they're because when i block them they go find a trans kid to bully but aren't they doing that anyway even with with your... i don't know this woman deleted her account yeah but you don't so know mock she, every, and there was another guy a couple weeks back. I he he attacked me, but I made it public. Now his account is taken down by you, uh, TikTok. I did the same with that guy that but, did all that nasty, that transphobe guy that everybody on TikTok turned around and mocked. But how do you how do you know these people aren't turning around and making new accounts and bullying people? I, I, you have, it's not you know it's like getting rid of a cockroach infestation. Yeah. But you don't tolerate the cockroaches and you just try to try to live and let live in the house, you eradicate the infestation violently. Yeah, see, that's what I see. Like, Look at Germany and how they handle Nazism. Yeah, but they don't, they don't mock Nazis. Well, Jews they just, do. They just don't allow it. Jews do. Look at, look at uh, what's his name's entire career. Mel the, Brooks? Mel Brooks' entire career is mocking Nazis. Yeah, but that's... that's do you think it's wrong to mock Nazis? I, I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. I don't think... Uh, it's, maybe not wrong, but like... What do you think about Mel Brooks and how he interfaces with... I think Jews... Uh, are special. Well, yeah, of course. And we control the weather. No, I, I, th <laughs> I think part of why we love to mock Nazis so much is because uh, Germany put those super strict laws about not allowing... Like, they basically, it's built into their constitution fundamentally and in the NATO charter and all this, like... This is not ever going to happen again. And so we're like, okay, cool. Like, but I, I, I don't like. What about like mocking Trump supporters and mocking? I don't think mocking, like, I think it's, it's funny that it's a good way for liberals to make other liberals laugh. But I don't think it's going to get rid of them because I, Trump I supporters Trump, will see on TV. There and are like, tons of Trump supporters who have come around. And, but not, and, not, I, 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 this isn't like my concept. Shame has been something that has built culture. Like the idea that you're going to be ostracized from your community is a large part of why people don't go, like laws aren't the only reason murder isn't around or, or assault or, or being an asshole to women. Like we're, we're, look at how we're handling toxic masculinity. I've noticed that a lot of women on Twitter will take the disgusting messages they get from men mm -hmm. and make them very public. And they keep... Like, for years, it was just... They would just get these messages and do nothing with them. 
And I, I imagine they were told, just block them and move on. And now they're going, no, fuck that. These people are sending me these horrific messages and I'm going to shine a bright light on it. And I'm going to mock them relentlessly until I stop getting unsolicited dick pics. That's fair. That's and a good point. I think that that should be done with racists, with transphobes. I'm not saying do it only, but I think it's a weapon in the arsenal against hate. And it's one that I'm particularly deft at wielding. I also have videos where I say, like, this is what non-binary is, and I speak in a very informing tone. But the moment you go, like, eh, fuck you, wear a bra, I'm like, oop, turn on dime, yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna make fun of them. So why not, well, I guess you did do that, where you posted the screenshots. Yeah, I and post screenshots of what they say. And people are giving you a hard time about that? They think that... They're so concerned with the mental health of the people that I'm mocking. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm concerned with the mental health of the people they're attacking. And if we're going to have a war, I'm going to choose not big. I don't care about the... Like, I, if you... It, it's the same way I felt when I was in Afghanistan. I'm not upset when one of my teammates shoots a member of the Taliban. I'll help you. I'll go over and I'll patch you up and I'll get you to a hospital and I'll treat you with the respect that a human be like basic human decency, but you're also the enemy. And to me, hatred and bigotry and racism, those are things that are destroying our country. And like, look at where we're at. Mm -hmm. And it's like it, playing. I, I just don't think the high road works. I think mockery works. Or at mockery. least. I mean, I, I get, I don't know, or if, if nothing else, uh, makes me feel better. Yeah. And it seems to embolden people. You know how many messages I get from people being like, seeing the way that you handle bigots makes me feel better about coming out because I don't feel so alone or I don't feel like it, it's, it's showing people that you can fight back against them. You don't just have to be like, oh yeah, it sucks. They exist, but you just got to block them and move on. It's like, no. You can stand up and make and, and you know stand up against them. I just I think for me and like I noticed that when I used to get in the comments and like argue with people on way less noble shit than you know fighting transphobes or whatever. But I noticed for me that even if I assume I'm like okay this is an evil person, even just getting down there in the mud for me personally was not good for my mental health. And so I'm at this point now where I personally know I just want to put out positivity out there. And I like I, I put out this post on Instagram the other day um, advertising life coaching lessons. By the way, if you're listening, you want to do that. Um, <laughs> and some like shitty people left like really shitty comments. And I was like, I had this urge to be like, all right, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to like tell this motherfucker what the fuck is up. But then I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm trying to do a positive thing and I just want to like be a source of positivity for people. So I just deleted them. I feel good and yeah. better. Like I got a message today that made me violently mad and I thought it really mischaracterized me. And, and I, I, and like, I'm not going to just come back with vitriol. Because that doesn't work. I agree with you. But I think if you can cut down the essence of their argument or just show the hypocrisy of it. Like, 
literally I posted a video going, I am going to stand up against bigotry and I'm going to mock them and here's why. And someone went, ha ha, two wrongs definitely make a right. Good job. And I was like, you're literally mocking me. This is a third wrong. Your own <laughs> argument is ridiculous. And then people stormed in, gave me a bunch of yeah. you know clicks or whatever. And, and they agreed with me. And I was like, I think that right there, it's so, it's a, such a simple way to eviscerate an argument is to just, and it's not, I'm not like coming out and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm more trying to like surgically go in and pick apart what they're saying or just show the hypocrisy of it or show the, the logical inconsistencies of it. I don't think I'm being even that mean. I'm not roasting them. I'm not being like a slam comic and being like, yeah, well, your mom or whatever. I'm, <laughs> you I'm, should. I'm very intentionally destroying the essence of their argument while usually leaving them alone as a person. I have even gotten to a point where I don't really, I mean, sometimes I just tell people they're an idiot. But a lot of the times I'll be like, it's impressive to me that you choose to present yourself as such an idiot. Because I'm not saying that they are an idiot. But they are presenting as one. And I think that's more cutting. And it's like, I'm putting the onus on them. Like, you're choosing to come off this way. What does that say about you? Mm-hmm. And I I just think there needs to be consequences to, to bigotry. If you go on the internet and you can say whatever the fuck you want, I want to come back and be like, nope, I'm going to make you feel shitty. If you say shitty things and you get a little thrill and you get to feel like, yeah, fuck it. I want to hurt your feelings. And I, I, I think that'll help. Do you think you have hurt these people's feelings? One of them deleted their account. So, yeah. But that's... I don't know if you can... Who knows why they deleted their account? I can also tell by the way that their rhetoric increases that they're upset. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time they'll come in... And a lot of it is like they don't even think that they're being bigoted. Like, people think that it's totally okay to invalidate trans existence. They think it's, oh, it's just an opinion. A man is a man, and you can't change that. And I'm like, that's a bigoted opinion. And I will mock their opinion, and I'll, and they'll come back and be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I hope you fucking die. And it's like, I hurt that guy's feelings. Yeah. I, 100, I cut him down to the bone. And I think that works. I not immediately. I don't think he's going to be like, "Wow, that was a really biting insult. I've changed my ways." But I think after a couple of days, or it sinks in, or enough people do it, I think they are like, "Man, am I the asshole?" Uh, not all of them. Definitely not yeah. all of them. Not narcissists or sociopaths or people with particularly large egos. I feel like because so much of what the modern right, like the alt right, it comes from people who feed off of like yeah you can't say anything anymore like there is this contrarian appeal to it and and they feed off of this conflict and that is like like oh they're trying to censor us oh they're trying to dictate their values on us look we are under siege you know the white race is under siege but they're going to do that regardless like you're doing the classic we gotta re- we gotta respond to how to the nonsense that Republicans have made up in their own fucking heads. I I I don't I don't I didn't say we have to respond. We just I think I mean like you're saying that we should dictate our behavior based on how they're going to react to it. Like, well, they feel they already feel victimized. Should we victimize them further? 
regardless of what we do, they feel victimized. They create a victim mindset for themselves. I say, fucking... Also, I'm not victimizing them. I'm attacking their argument. Mm -hmm. If you come to this table with the argument that um, Jews shouldn't be allowed to exist, I'm going to mock your argument. You know? Like, shouldn't you? Yeah. If, like, I just imagine it like we all sat down at a table... And it's like, how are we going to move forward as people? And someone slams their fist down and goes, I don't like black people! And it's like, alright, well, I'm going to... I've got a comment. I just... I f- wow, look at Joe over here. Like, don't don't you think that I, public mockery has a historical precedence? See, for me, I think it's just a personal decision that when I, when I deeply disagree with something, I don't mock it. I, I very seriously say, that is unacceptable. Because to me, that I feel like for me personally is my most effective way of communicating. Whereas for you, it might be mocking it. But if someone like, because I feel like if I have a serious message to convey, it's best for me to convey it in a serious way. But for you, it might be satire. I just think that satire has a really good, like, just satire existing is mockery. We mock capitalism and... Mm -hmm. and Look at look how I don't you think it's effective to mock public figures like no, the president? You don't no. think that's useful? No, I think uh, I think honestly, everyone who's ever mocked Trump has helped him. I disagree. I I think I don't think uh, I think the fact that leftists won't date Trump supporters is useful. I think the fact that we have made that's it a little different. No, it isn't. It's the same thing. It's not the same as mocking. How is it shame? Oh, you support Trump? I'm not going to sleep with you. How is that any different from being like, you support Trump? You're a bit of an idiot. No, I'm talking. It's a consequence. I'm talking about like when Jimmy Fallon's like, this guy's hair. Am I right? What a weird. That's not the same. You're 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 so focused on like insults. I'm not talking about making fun of well, someone. We're using the term mock. Mockery. Yeah, but mocking, mockery is a tool. You can mock an idea, a concept, a word, a phrase. If you mock what Trump says, it's not the same. I don't think calling him fat is useful. Yeah. I don't think, I think we've gotten past the point where we're making fun of his hair. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's fucking dumb. But when he says stupid ass shit and somebody comes along and, and mocks that, I think it's helpful to people to see the emperor has no clothes. Look at this stupid shit he says. Yeah. Let's take this stupid sentence and break it down and and show exactly what, you know? But it, it reached a point where it was just like, okay, you you have your opinions on this guy. If you disagree with him, yeah, you think it's the dumbest sentence you've ever heard. If you agree with him, you think it's the brilliant most brilliant thing. And it it got to a point where it wasn't it wasn't moving but the we dial. Won. It wasn't moving the but dial. But it did move the dial. But I, I would. It also brought out more people than ever. I wouldn't say mockery was part of that. I, I, how, how can you separate it? We've been mocking him for four years. Everyone in every public space. But I, I, I truly do not believe that any like what. I don't think any of the mainstream satirical coverage of you don't the think that Sarah. Sarah Cooper now... That's mockery. That is mockery. I think she might have a teeny bit, but I, I, I think it... Or Alec Baldwin. No, I, I One think... One of the problems with Alec Baldwin is he thought 
that he was humanizing him too much. Alec, as I, I know after the election, Alec Baldwin had a sign that said, you're welcome, which is the most pretentious garbage <laughs> bullshit. Look, I, I think if, if anyone cost Trump to lose, it was fucking Trump himself. And the fact is that, yeah, you mocked him for four years, but guess what? 70 million people still voted for this motherfucker. So it's not... Yeah, but then 80 million people didn't. Yeah, because 80 million people didn't have jobs. Or, or were suffering I, I because think, of the I pandemic. I think that you were... Do you... Okay, here's a, here's a real question. Do you think if this pandemic had never There was happened, literally a guy whose entire career stopped, political career stopped, because he went, Yippee! And he got mocked out of politics. But that's different. He got mocked by the Democrats. Different, different. It's still an effective weapon. You are, but not against you are, Trump. You are arguing. Fine, then take Trump out of the equation because, I, whatever. I don't want to argue about Trump. Yeah, you're you're insinuating that mockery is a tool that has no purpose and does is, not, it is I, not you're, effective. You're putting words in my mouth. Well, you're literally. I'm said, not saying that. I'm saying that. Getting into these flame wars with people. It's not what online, I'm talking about. That's but what is what is this? There is a difference. Between having an 80 comment thread where you go back and forth going, no, you suck, no, you suck, and concisely tearing apart someone's argument. Or even just taking their argument and tweeting about it. And being like, look at the... You do it constantly! Your Twitter mocks... You you mocked Dan Crenshaw's stupid fucking video! I retweeted it. Yeah, that's mockery! I don't think you are on the same page. Satire is mockery. Almost all comedy is mockery. Yeah, I know. Your entire act, you mock cancer, you mock, you mock alcoholism, you mock Judeo-Christian values, you mock religion, you mock posers who think they're punk, you you mock everything. Yeah, you you do it constantly, and then you're going to pretend that I'm fucking out on a limb here? Fuck you. This is like the I Iron mock Giant you now. all over again. This is what? The Iron Giant Yeah, because you don't back up your propositions. You just no, go, well, I just, I think, well, okay. Pat, I believe this and I refuse to budge. I I just think, this is, this, okay. This I don't is, like that the little boy said I love you. This is what I see. This is what I see. I see you posting these screenshots being like, look at what this person said and I took them down. And it's like, Cool. <laughs> so, like, so what about the like thirty messages that you don't see from like trans teenagers that are like seeing you attack these bigots makes me feel more confident about coming out. Well, I came great. out because I see you attacking bigots. I have a message. You want to see it? It's like I came out as non-binary because you make me feel more confident that there are people who will protect me. I mean, that's great, but. You know, then keep... so then what if there were a thousand more people doing what I'm doing, and there are. Like, what about that guy on TikTok who, the big, the handsome fella who turned out to be like a raging, narcissistic, homophobic. I, I don't. There was a guy who came out, he got like 700,000 followers for being very attractive. And then it turned out that he did like really horrible shit and there was a lot of proof. Everybody on TikTok mocked him and was like, you are a shitty person. You're, it's disgusting what you're doing to children, all this other stuff. And it, well, I don't know if it helped, but. It like it raised awareness. Does that you're like nah? Everyone should just wait. I, I don't follow you. you so mean? like everybody in, in one voice came out and was like, "Fuck this particular guy." Don't you think there is a use in society going like, "Hey, no, you we don't, don't accept this Bill Cosby bullshit." Here's why: because people this and and the, I, I'm sorry, but 
this is something I really believe is that people aren't going to stop being transphobic. They're just going to hide it better. Good. That's what I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck if somebody changes their internal landscape. We're not going to convince half the country not to be racist. I just want those dinosaurs to go back under their fucking rocks and eventually die. But and we'll move on as a country. Thing. Here's the thing. So there's a reason. It was better in the 90s when they were quiet about it. Who was that um, alt-right leader? Which one? Uh, Richard Spencer. So he yeah. he backed Biden this election. And then he got because he said, pushed he said down. our movement has Donald Trump has brought our movement too much into the public spotlight. We operate better in the shadows. I'm but I'm saying shine a, a spotlight on them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So that they publicly can, mock them. So that they can go back into the shadows. No, so that they just don't feel comfortable putting their views yeah, I do think that pushing them into smaller and smaller communities so that every time they try to communicate with one another, they're met with relentless mockery. They're just you're just not going to be as willing to say they're racist, bigoted shit to one another. Have you ever been mocked or shamed into changing your opinion on something? Yes, constantly. Give me an example. I this week I somebody said that my the way that I do my camera movements is annoying and I have drastically reduce the amount of camera zooms I do in my TikToks. How did you feel when they first said that? Shitty. Were you pissed? Yeah. I still did the thing they said. Yeah. Human beings subconsciously respond to mockery. To shame? Yeah. Shame is a powerful motivator. It That's is. why there's an entire industry based on shaming women for their bodies. What, I, what industry? <laughs> uh, Celine Dion's musical... <laughs> No, that's here's here's what I'll fit. say. Here's what I'll say. What, I I just feel like you you don't think that shame works like at all. It does work, but it has unintended consequences. So does because every tool. when I have a sixteen year old, do you think I go to them? I'm like, you shouldn't be smoking weed. That's a bad thing. You shouldn't do drugs. Look at what you're doing to your family. That's not the fucking same, Gene. How? If How? a kid came in and was like, I don't fucking need to be here, and you're like, oh yeah, you're better than this, huh? And like. There's a difference between cutting someone's ignorance down and being like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, you are, you, every, at every turn of this conversation, you have been like, I don't want to scream at Pete. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. What, then what are you talking about? I, I'm talking about, like, the way Bill Burr breaks down feminism and insults, like, any, Bill Burr. Do you think any of Bill Burr's comedy is effective at changing people's opinions about stuff? Uh, or just any clever comedian. Why are you in comedy? <laughs> Dude, I just want to make people laugh. You don't think that like George Carlin satirizing America affected people's views? I, I I mean, Pat, like, listen, like, yeah, if these guys were such great thought leaders, then why the fuck are we here now? Because it takes if George like, a Carlin really long started time? in the 70s talking about the industrial capitalistic complex. And now it's why like, the fuck aren't we living in a hippie utopia? Your your argument for why it didn't work is because it hasn't happened yet. Even though we are far more progressive, loudly progressive. You don't think that, like, black people using shame and mockery has been a useful tool? Over the last several months, you haven't seen every black activist it, using mockery against racism? It, it works for the people it, who are already on the side of progressivism. I... Don't 
give a fuck about racists, Gene. I don't care about their feelings or if they change their opinions. I just want them to go away and not spread their hatred and bigotry. If a racist cannot say racist things, he won't infect more people. I'm, I don't care if well, that guy will die eventually. It's all about moving the needle of each progressive generation. I don't care that boomers are racist. We're not going to fix that. Ever. My mom's never going to understand what non-binary means because she doesn't care. But I, I'm going to keep making fun of her so she doesn't say stupid shit to me. And then eventually, uh, it won't be a problem anymore. So, but what you're talking about... When my grandma said racist shit, we made fun of her so she wouldn't say racist shit anymore. Did it make my grandma less racist? No. Was she easier to take to the store? Yes. See, I feel like a, a problem like racism is you're attacking the symptom and not the root. And well, the... do you do doctors do both? I feel like you think I'm arguing that mockery is the only tool, and I'm arguing that it's the tool I choose to employ because I don't have the patience to sit down with transphobes and be like, "Well, that really hurt my well, feelings." But here's here's the other thing too: is aren't you just contributing to the noise? You're just contributing to the noise. And, and, and th like, I'll be honest, like... So your argument is, is only compassion works. Yes. That we need to be tolerant of intolerance. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Even though, like, appeasement kind of led to World War II. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying... So then what are you saying? I, it's just, right now, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. Noise, noise, noise. And it's coming from all the sides. And I have noticed that, at least how I operate, in that it's, you know, they talk about leading by example. That's what it's about. And, and I hate to say this, but I know... You're literally I know arguing for Biden's take the high road hasn't worked in the last eight years of politics. No, no. This is why Obama got nothing done, because he just kept taking the fucking high road. No, Obama sucked. You know what Bernie did this week? He mocked Mitch McConnell. Yeah, and how many primaries did Bernie You know what win? I saw? You know what I saw on conservative Reddit? They're agreeing with Bernie Sanders. that that Because Bernie Sanders came out and said, 10 of the 25 most poorest counties are in Kentucky. Why aren't you going home and talking to your constituents about whether they need this stimulus? And then conservative Reddit was like, well, fuck, he's right. And I saw conservative... Donald Trump supporting hard right conservative Reddit, like slash R conservative, fucking championing Bernie goddamn Sanders against Mitch McConnell because of mockery. Because he mocked this idea. Because so what's his, Mitch came out and went, it's socialism for the rich. And everybody mocked what a stupid fucking thing to say that is. And I think it, people are like, yeah, you know, he's got him there. I just think I have a more humanistic compassionate view because you say you don't care what racists do or do not do and that's fine but i i see the problem as we need to address those people in an appropriate way because it's about building a coalition of human beings who care about humanity and enlightenment values which i think we both have space for both of the frameworks we're working with. And I know that for me, like I, I'll, I will, I will tell you a story. 
And I was thinking about it this week was one of my first jobs was at a rehab. And I know I we say in every episode, I'm Jewish. And there was a a a white bald man who would get up at four every morning and watch Fox News. And I worked the night shift, and so I went there. And I remember he started talking to me, and I noticed he had uh, 8814 tattooed on his, his neck, which is a white power symbol. Mm-hmm. And he started talking to me about white genocide. And I was like, okay, great. And I said to my boss, I said, listen, I am a Jewish person, and I I don't know. like, How do I treat this guy? And he said, you disagree with him? But you got to treat him like everyone else because he's here for the same problem that you are here for and that everyone else was here for. And if you just lead by example, you know, and I don't know, like I'm not saying go out and, you know, have tea parties with Nazis or whatever. But I know in my life, in the way that conflict has sort of been occurred in my life and occurred around me that. I've reached a point now where I just want to reach out and and build positivity between human beings. And I want to fuck up transphobes. Yeah. <laughs> I found when I was in the army and somebody was a fucking dick, if everybody in the unit treated him like shit, he'd stop being a fucking dick. Hmm. And a lot of the times, everybody would shun that guy and then one person would go over and be like, hey, here's how to unfuck yourself. And that guy, maybe that guy is you, Mr. Yeah. Compassionate. But it still took the rest of the platoon being like, we're not going to hang out with you if you're going to be a racist piece of shit. Yeah. And everybody didn't. No, we're not going to the bar with you, man. You're a dick. And then somebody go, and then he'd finally go, hey, what am I doing wrong? Why, why does everybody hate me? And someone would take him aside and be like, dude, this is what you're like. Mm-hmm. And you need to knock this shit off. And like, I think both are necessary. So I'm, not, I'm the guy, and you'd you're be the, the guy. Platoon. You'd be the guy that would go over and be like, "Hey, man, this is why they're acting like this." And I think that's important. Yeah, I think that black guy that gets those KKK memories to stop. I think he is—he's probably more important. But I think it's important that the rest of the society be, is like, "Hey, fuck the KKK, mm-hmm. fuck Nazis." So they're both—they're both. They're both that's what I've been arguing. They're, yeah. they're tools in an arsenal, and they're all necessary. Just like you don't just have mortars and a rifleman. You have a whole ensemble. You, you need a guy with a bow and arrow. You need a guy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> you, need you need a guy with a VHS copy of Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Wow, look at that. We were like arguing, and then we sort of like came and found like the, the midway. Yeah, because I mocked you into understanding my point. Yeah, and I, I approach you with compassion. It's almost as if they're both equally yeah. valid. Yeah. Uh, mine, mine's obviously more valid. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm Jewish, right? I look at you mocking yourself. You know, I had a lot of fun here tonight. I think this is one of our better episodes. This is one of the best episodes. In fact, we should erase all the other episodes. This is now a Thor podcast. Yeah. Each week we watch Thor. Oh God, could you imagine? We just watched the same movie. Dude, I do we have to watch The Dark World next I, week? We don't have to watch it next week. We should watch it eventually. Well, let's just do it. Fuck it. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say? Anyone else you wanted to mock? 
Um, no, I think that's that's a be out yet. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, if anything we said tonight was offensive to you, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, subscribe to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash warporn podcast. Nope, just warporn. Warporn. Find uh, us. Send us an email at www. Nope. At g- <laughs> Gmail. Warpornpodcast at gmail.com. Follow our social medias, which are. We have confusing. a Facebook now. We have a fa- I made a Ugh. Facebook. Did you see that? I don't care. I hate Facebook. I hate it too. I refuse to engage with that yeah. site. Yeah. And um, hey, let let us know what you think. Uh, we're gonna be sending out a survey soon. That's uh, what Gene's yeah, yeah, been working on. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote. That's what Gene <laughs> said he's been working on, but then he doesn't. Yeah. No, I'll work on it tomorrow. I'm definitely not gonna mock you for oh. it. I gotta reach out with compassion. Anyway, guys, thanks for yeah. tuning to Warporn Podcast. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Goodbye.